0: Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Art. Patrick. I'm Lane. Ruben. Dieter Heinz. Dieter Heinz. Um, nice to have you. Uh, talk to, a little bit closer to the mic, otherwise I'll make small penis uh, symbols at yeah. you. All right. Um, <laughs> that, that includes I, don't, I, don't,
1: that, I don't that have includes the mic very close. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So we have Dieter Heinz from HG Motorsports in uh, La Jolla or something, San Diego, yeah. San Diego, yeah. California, and then we have. Patrick Stevenson, also from
2: San
0: Diego, San Diego, <laughs> AKA motor affair, motor affair.com.
2: Affair. Uh, it's motor dash affair.com. Ah, oh, there you go. Stupid. <laughs> <Dash affair>. uh, <laughs> I, you know, I owned motoraffair.com I didn't do anything with it. I let it go. And then somebody else bought
1: it at motor affair on Insta, the Insta. So I guess we'll just start this off. Like we start off, um, most well, of our podcasts, let's just go through a
0: little project cars. Yeah, project car update. Should I kick it off since I got an early one? Just, just, go just get it, it over Art. with. Just get it over with. So I uh so last weekend I had a, a fun weekend. Uh drove the M five, the E thirty four project car E thirty four M five to um, Tahoe. Oh okay. And uh the first mistake that I made was actually driving it, period, because, uh, we, um, <laughs> it, uh, you know, I had talked about this before in the podcast, but it, uh, the air conditioning wasn't charged. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't know exactly what was up with it, but when I got the car, it was that way. So I talked to my wife about it. She's like, you know what? It'll be fine. And I'm like, no, I should try to fix it before we go. She's like, nah, let's, let's just give it a shot. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. We go. Uh, when we hit Placerville, which is about, you know, a little bit more than halfway, uh, it was 109 degrees and, uh, and we had, oh. Dude, you have a seven-month-old, seven-month-old baking, month in, the old back? baking oh, in the back. Wait, to be clear, oh, wow. you thought this was a good idea. <laughs> yeah. So at this okay. point, we're like, "Holy shit, this is so terrible." So to get
3: involved or no? So I
0: was rocking, sunroof open, four windows down, uh, cruising on the highway at seventy-five. So um, yeah, dude, that was the only way to roll. Still sweating. It was still sweating our asses off. It was brutal, dude. So that sucked. Uh, so we finally get up to hi- high and up in elevation. Uh, where it starts to cool off. So it was nice and cool, maybe about 85 degrees, yeah. uh, which is not cool at all. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah. So, you know, lesson learned, I never knew that Tahoe got fucking hot. Uh, and it was like 90 degrees the whole weekend yeah. in Tahoe, which I had no idea happened. Did you not uh, use
2: Google before you
0: left? Yeah. I mean, there was uh, the wife supposedly did. And I, I just, yeah, I just, I didn't care. Have you me. never been to Tahoe in the, in the summer? Yeah. But I, the hottest that's ever been there was like high seventies when huh. I'd been there. So I'd never been there when it was fucking Global boiling
4: that's like when i come here i never actually check the weather and i just i bring board shorts and i forget that you forget you're not in like right now it's like
0: super foggy and misty and you're rocking flip-flops no i
4: I don't do Uh, flip-flops
0: but uh, so yeah anyways i mean i i so i'm coming into town we're we, we make it we're fucking exhausted and hot and it sucked and uh um, and we're about, you know, let's say three quarters of a mile out. I don't even remember from the actual hotel. And I hear this huge bang, like super loud bang under the hood. And it wasn't like a bang, like metallic. It was like a really loud thud. It, and I thought, okay, the first thing that came to mind was, okay, um, maybe motor mount or something or, and it, cause I was moving maybe about 45 miles an hour and I thought motor mount. Somehow, part of it broke off and it was flying around. And something hit it, and then it bounced underneath the car. And then, like, I'm looking at the gauges; everything looks fine. Oil's cool. I got the, you know, temperatures fine. And then, um, it's right before, mongoose. what's that? A mongoose? Yeah, yeah. So, every I, I couldn't figure it out. And I'm like, all right. As soon as I pull in, I'll check it out, right? And um, as soon as um, you know, I stop, which is you know now about you know very close to the hotel. It's idling really, really like the idle is fine, but it's very shaky. Like yeah. the whole car is vibrating, and and I'm like, okay, there's something up here. So I started, you know, going through. I'm like, okay, like is my fucking you know water pump failing? And then I'm like, okay, maybe the fan, right? And it's um, a BMW, so, so cooling yeah. system is probably, gonna- yeah, 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 something, yeah. something, fan yeah. Clutch? Yeah, yeah, so fan clutch, yeah. So, I mean, I'm like, okay, what the fuck's going on? So, I, I pull in, unload everything, um, and as I'm walking past the car to put shit into the hotel room, I notice a, a nice little, um, protrusion on the hood. Mm. And I'm like, okay, that's cute. That is. Yeah. And so, I'm like, all right, so something flew uh, off at high speed, and it's probably, I thought maybe the fan had hit the fan shroud because the motor mount had failed, and so maybe a chunk of the uh, you know, something. So I opened the hood and sure enough, um, what happened is I I think the the fan clutch had seized and uh, and so it um, basically when that happened, it shot off a fan blade, went through the fucking... um, the shroud and into the hood and cut through the freaking hood. What is it? What do you call it? Like the, the yeah, under the, the insulation, The insulation, yeah. cut straight through it and freaking slammed into the hood, dude, and made like a little bump, which I post. I, I don't know if I posted it. Uh, right? I don't know. Yeah. And so, so then I'm like, okay, that's cute. You know, I just got to, to, to fucking Tahoe. I'm going to be here for the weekend. Yeah. Um, it's going to be just as hot on the way home. And now I have a busted fan, you know, and obviously I'm not going to drive it like that because it's totally off balance. And I could potentially, you know, f- make more blades fly off. Right. I can ruin the fucking water pump because the bearings are going to get nasty. But yeah. And fly, shit yeah. flying yeah. in my radiator. Yeah. yeah so, so I start looking around and um, there's a place. So I'm in Tahoe it, on the California border on the California side, rather, and there's a place in, like, Carson City that has the fan. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Which is, what, 80 miles away, or who knows, yeah. right? So I'm like, okay, that's not going to work. Um, so I'm looking around. No one has it. Uh, some people quote me, two weeks, whatever. Uh, so I decide, okay, I'm going to have to fucking disassemble this thing, and I'm going to have to either remove the fan blades themselves or the clutch with the fan, right? Yeah. The fan is... No- the clutch is notorious, like, for being, you know, difficult to remove because, you know, it has that gigantic nut and all this bullshit. So I'm like, all right, fine. I'll remove the shroud and see if I can access the nuts to remove the fan. And so I go and, and I actually remove it. Luckily, um, the guy that um, – the the general manager for the hotel had a toolbox and he, he just – no joke. He had two fucking Allen wrenches and one of them was the one – the right size. <laughs> and so so I, I – it's three nuts. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I – I, at this point, I don't give a shit if I break the fan blade. So I'm like holding them with all my strength and like just wrenching on them that way because you know, yeah. there's no way to hold the fan in place. Pop that thing off and – um, I basically just hot wired my um, auxiliary fan that sits in front of the condenser so that it's always on high. You know, it's always on, so I got some wire, to that sh- shit. So, anyways, the fan's always on. So, uh, fast forward to Sunday, I'm driving home. We try to leave relatively early. We're leaving at 10 a.m. and it's fucking bumper to bumper traffic leaving, uh, you know, South Lake Tahoe because yeah. everyone's going home. And one thing about South Lake Tahoe is that um, you you you're basically in like a little bit of a valley, and to get there you have to go over a pretty sizable little Right. Mountain range, you know? So um so I'm like really, really stressed out at this point. It's fucking hot again. Um and and you know, I'm sitting idling in traffic, you know, going like about to hit this fucking mountain, right? So um I decide luckily there's a little bit of a decline, like a little descent, so to speak, before you go up the hill. So I turn the car off and I'm sitting in neutral and just like coasting it, like right. you know, and no power on the brake, you know, no power boosted brakes. So I'm just like, Oh full out of the brakes on 3, what, what was your temperature temperature gauge uh, reading? So at that point when I started to see it creep beyond halfways, I turned the car oh off. Crap. I didn't even care. I didn't want to mess with you, it. So you just
2: turn on the heater full blast. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. It's like ninety I degrees. Do that today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so um so I just coasted all the way down. Um uh you know, and no joke, no joke baby shits her fucking diaper right at the bottom of the hill and i'm like oh, this is cute so then we go to the we go to a gas station change the baby which gave it the car time to cool off we like got some water and all this bullshit so so we're like fuck it let's do this so uh, we start going up the hill and bumper to bumper again um and like um the, the i can hear the fan going full tilt and it starts creeping over the over the halfway point i'm watching it i'm watching it and right before three quarters it stops and um and i'm like okay cool so you know Then I was playing this dance because I noticed that um, if, if you don't keep the revs up, the water pump isn't circulating coolant. So you're basically running the car hotter. But if you rev it too high, then you're running the engine, you know, you're right. getting friction and yeah, heat. Yeah. So, so I, so I was like, <laughs> so it, it was like, rip, yeah, dude, so, so you're like revving it I'm yeah. like revving it. was like this whole thing. I was trying to use my e brake, but then the, then it dings when you pull the e brake. So I'm like, fuck this. So I just kept the e brake down, doing this dance. And, um, and you were know, you trying to keep it on like the DL so your wife didn't really like, at this point, like, She noticed something was up, and I was like, you know what, like, I think it's going to be okay, but (laughs) it's, you know, it's looking kind of sketchy, and if, worst case scenario, I just wanted to let her know that, you know, I might have to pull over and just turn the car off for, like, 15 minutes and start all over again here, so... Luckily, we're like halfway up the hill and then traffic just starts to free up and then the lane, the road there, uh, becomes a two lane, uh, um, so you get like a passing lane, right? So then I just fucking gun it and you know, the air immediately like starts to cool down the car. I make it to the crest, come over the top and then as soon as I get to the top, you know, we're going downhill, like minimal load, cruising at like 2000 RPM with you know, we're so I'm circulating coolant, and it stays right in the middle. Yeah. So the fan's doing its job, the car's cooling, and everything. So basically, like just cruise Nineties so,
4: cars and their coolant systems, just, dude, so bad. They just that was like the last thing they thought about, and just. Oh well, I guess it needs a radiator and a fan. Uh, you know, like, we'll put that in. Yeah, yeah, dude. So thanks. Luckily, Can we hook up an electric fan? No, yeah. no.
2: Let's we'll do this clutch thing on right. the, front of
4: the motor. So stupid,
0: dude. So I was actually considering doing like a, a electric conversion, and then I noticed like it was kind of a pain in the ass. So I just went and bought all new gear, and I ordered it all, and it's actually the car is fine now. You know, I actually put it together. You know, I bought like Brian McQueen didn't do our buddy. Uh, um, on the podcast, uh, fan he, he didn't order the everything. fan clutch tools, dude. I literally took the fan clutch off. I I like loosened it up in thirty seconds. Yeah. Like it's so yeah. easy if you have the right gear, yeah. and um, so yeah, I was able to remove it and you know I sorted it out and it's fine now. But um, but yeah, it was so so ridiculous, dude. I mean, you know, we're, I was you can imagine how stressful that is being insanely hot potentially blowing your very expensive motor and then having not a cheap motor not a cheap motor and then having you know uh, a very unhappy wife in the back The motor so, yeah. is more than that car's worth, right? Pretty much. Yeah. 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 So so yeah I mean it it worked out in the end but it was a very very sketchy uh, deal and so um I ended up taking like uh, basically about about a half an hour longer to get home because I avoided all traffic, so I went like this crazy long route, like I went through the Delta and all over this bullshit just so I didn't have to do the bridge, which we were gonna do yeah. today. So I just I did um I went all the way down and came back up and and it worked out. It was cool. I just I just cruised the whole way and the the thing stayed right in the middle and and now the car's fine. So I didn't was, blow my head gasket. This is why you don't buy shitty old German cars.
4: That's why uh, <laughs> yeah, like 2002 <laughs> and up and if you 01 and down. And
0: uh, yeah. nothing, d- it. Dude, it's it's so ridiculous because um you know I I actually you know went over the car before we left you know yeah. I ensured everything was cool oil coolant and looked at all the hoses everything was legit and you know who the fuck I mean you, there's no way to really test your clutch fan I mean there is a way there but is, it but, way. but but it Stick works a newspaper in it right right but <laughs> it, it <works>. but <laughs> it was like but uh, it it worked up until that point you know like well, I felt the so problem. and it's like <laughs> and then when, when it fails it's when it fails it fun. fails yeah and and you know I've heard of like. Like folks, so you know, I, I've heard of folks that um, have picked these up, and so one thing that I discovered when I was buying this is that um, I was trying to buy all German, or uh, German-made products, and so I went and um, I ordered the fan originally, um, and they gave, and so it was a Napa online purchase. Um, so I went and they had a Miley listed, and so the you know the dealership was twice as much, so I was just going to fucking order the Miley. I get the fucking Miley, dude, and it's made in China now. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, fuck this. So I went to the dealership, and I, I have, like, I know the guys at BMW San Francisco, so they hooked it up pretty fat, and I actually got one at, like, 50%. I, I got cost, or whatever the fuck they sell, or whatever. Like, 50% of their retail price, or whatever. So I ended up getting an OEM BMW one. The clutch, I got a, a bear one, and, like, all this shit. But it's, it's crazy, though. Like, yeah, like, I, I didn't want to dick around with that again, right? I want to yeah. ensure that I'm getting the highest quality possible, because you never know when that shit's gonna go, right? So
1: because yeah. the 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 german
0: made one was so good no was. it was a miley i oh. actually looked at oh, really? it it was a miley yeah to be huh. clear
2: what I'm confused about is you've dealt with this once, and yet you didn't want to spend a little bit of extra money to do like a Zionville electric fan kit and never have to worry about it ever I again. know, well, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I,
0: I know, I know, I, I, yeah, I considered though. it. that's what that's yeah. called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. considered it, but as you know, I never keep my cars more than eight months-ish, and I was like...
2: Yeah, but these are appreciated.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know. But they the probably want original, right? Three, I, yeah, I think they're going to want original. <laughs> what did you say about the
3: 993? <laughs> you've had the 993 for more
0: than eight months. Do, yeah. I have, dude, but the 993? and a keeper i think in the rules yeah, yeah i know yeah. Yeah. i
2: think as, as his age is going on he's maturing with a child i think yeah he'll keep this longer that's yeah true.
0: we'll see yeah we'll see but i think yeah that as lane said i wanted to keep it as original as possible i think with these cars people appreciate that so if it goes um oh well here's this the clutch itself is fucking ancient it was i think it was the original one <laughs> i mean wow. it, it looked really old the fan was replaced it was a miley uh, so maybe it already happened once <laughs> maybe just, that's what's wrong nice. with our car too Oh, so might the, have been, with might the original clutch <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah.
2: You sent but, me from San Diego up to here with a car that may possibly have a bad fan clutch.
1: Yeah. So let's get yeah. this. So Patrick, it's not necessarily a project car, but what did you drive up here in?
2: Uh, Dieter has his
1: uh, his little bomber. It's a
2: ninety two three hundred E that has two hundred and fifty thousand miles on it. He bought it for two hundred and fifty dollars. He goes, yeah, it'll make it up. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm driving from San Diego to San Francisco. You sure it's gonna make it? No, no problem. It, it'll be good. We'll we'll check it. And he only need to or, add, add a quart of oil yeah. and um, I need a new battery and and some water. It had like no coolant in it, and everything's fine. I'm cruising
1: along. See, see this era of cars like the BMW and this right. Mercedes. This is why the grapevine has this reputation, right? For cars being yeah, right right uh-huh. Yeah, and
2: and and I was very very close. I'm coming up the Grapevine on the 5, and I haven't been looking at the temperature gauge. But I look down the temperature gauge. It's about to touch the red, and I'm smelling coolant, and I'm in bumper-to-bumper traffic. Fuck. I'm very, very far away from San Francisco in the middle of fucking nowhere, and it's 110 degrees outside.
4: Yeah. As long as you don't hit traffic with that car, yeah. you're good. You hit traffic with that yeah. car, you're dead.
2: Yeah, it didn't tell yeah. me this before I left San Diego. <laughs>
4: I was hoping you would avoid traffic.
1: Yeah, maybe so, it, maybe so, it just needs to be bled. Does it have a tricky yeah. bleeding process? I Is there a bubble to the guy in who it? Who
2: owns the
4: Mercedes shop? Uh, <laughs> have you guys checked? I just when it goes down, I put more in.
0: <laughs> Shit leaking leaking head yeah. gasket. Did yeah, you guys have probably. you checked? Uh, have you checked the fan clutch and see if it's engaging?
4: Uh No. No, no. He, I just. He, he you just don't drive it in traffic. In car yeah. Yeah, I yep. know. Literally, yeah. it's my airport car, and I, ha- I haven't driven it past LA in the last three years, so this is just more yeah, of a test. Yeah, except
2: he said, I drove it to Bakersfield recently, so it should make it. No, well, well, just, it made uh, it. It, don't, yeah. it. Hey, it made it, it drove nicely. I just had to crank the heat. And you just guy you give him
1: you radio. give him cake and he complains and <laughs> flavor and all this shit. But
2: that <laughs> nice. satellite, the satellite
0: radio though. I mean, just
2: yeah yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're blown up on the Saturday road, just you know, turn the accessory on and listen to satellite. Yeah, yeah. You a brand you're new
2: good. battery. You're right. I can oh, do yeah. it every battery battery. day.
4: You're cool, dude. <laughs> Boy, like a while,
0: <laughs> a while. No,
2: to to be fair, his car it rides really nice. It's a nice freeway cruiser. One of the biggest pain in the asses is there's no cup holder in sight. And when you're on a long freeway trip, it's nice to just have, like, a drink that you can just sip on. Yeah. And it, it's period correct. It has one of those little flip-down cup holders, like, attached on to the door. On the door. Yeah, yeah, on the, yeah, door. the yeah. door. It can yeah. fit a Coke can. It cannot fit
1: anything bigger than a Coke can. Huh. There you go. <laughs> uh, Brian has one of those on his 190, got too, and he yeah. had an in-and-out cup in there. Well, you know, uh, in aren't out aren't that big. Uh, yeah, I guess yeah, so. oh, it like, okay. will not take a A water Starbucks bottle or stuff. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, fuck, you're complaining about bullshit. <laughs> First world problem. My, my, my not big come, enough well, for a, a, a vente. <laughs> <laughs> uh. hey,
2: it's a long drive. You're thirsty, man. It was a hundred degrees driving through the middle of dirt nowhere.
1: And then uh Patrick, you just bought another car, so I did. Um Patrick always sends us these uh great questions of what would you buy for like $5,000 if you only had one leg. And yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> so, uh, what, you still think what you did,
4: bought the wrong car.
2: Yeah, no. I didn't buy the right car.
4: Right? Wrong? Right?
2: What'd you buy? Wrong. I, I bought an O2 9.96, 9.11. Okay. And I, I've i always wanted a 9.11. A C2. A C2, yeah. Six-speed, black-on-black. And uh, I'm doing a project with BB Autosport, and we are turning this thing into, like, a club sport, so... Ditching the heavy seats, putting in Recaro's, doing JRZ suspension, full GT3 control arms, um, basically making it loud and lightweight and just like a fun street car. Because you're never going to match a GT3 at a track, but Mm -hmm. to rip up the canyons and drive every day, that's the goal. And to do it for a reasonable amount of money because... Let's face it, GT threes have just gone up. I mean, 996s used just be fifty grand all day long, yep. and they're gone. They're you know eighty, ninety thousand dollars. Really good ones are over a hundred.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just I mean, I noticed that you're upgrading everything except for the oil starvation problem and your IMS bearing.
2: Well, okay. So, so we're doing cl- the standard. We're going to do clutch I- AM- AM- IMS IMS RMS and and rear main seal. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then we're doing long mm-hmm. tube headers and maybe muffler depending on how loud we want to go.
1: Who makes I, those headers?
2: Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure who. But okay. Tim just had them in a show. Oh, i got a pair of headers. Uh-huh. we throwing a cage in the back and do nice. GT3 center console delete. Uh-huh. Take out some of the. Extra all,
3: up all that work, you'd be looking at fifteen to twenty grand if any regular Joe was going to drop it off in a shop to have oh, that yeah. done. So well,
2: it's but so you take a, a
4: fifteen thousand dollars
3: car with another twenty grand. Yeah, yeah, and yeah You're looking at you thirty five grand.
2: But if you can keep up with GT threes that are now seventy grand, it's a worthwhile investment, and you can drive it every day and. Yeah. With the IMS being done, I mean, the cars are pretty reliable.
0: I think it's a worthwhile investment for you to keep it as a driver, but I don't know if the value is going to appreciate as much as you're throwing at it. Like, just because it's a standard Carrera, right? I mean, yeah. that's my th- I mean, where do you No, but he's, he's making
1: it a driver. He's not making – it's not a It's not a flip proposition or anything. Yeah, it'll be a
0: fun car
3: to it's drive. It's more a good I drive. Just, for me, the, it's just a huge bunch of money to dump in a car that is not, not worth yeah. that much? Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. let, let's think about this, though. What else can you get for around thirty grand that has, call it, 340 horsepower, weighs 3,000 pounds, and is a
3: 911? E46 M3, stripped out. It
2: is a 911, is what I'm saying. Not a The 911 experience, you can get a 997 for that money. Yeah, if you but...
3: want a 911, the 996 is a And E46, cheapest you'd be century. doing the same
1: thing, right? It would be a $15,000 car that you're putting a bunch of money into.
3: I mean... The, the, the aftermarket is so big out there. You can get so many used parts for the, for yeah, the 46 yeah. M3, and within five, six grand, you'd have a amazing. But is it normal. a 911?
0: ribbon? It's not. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the experience
3: I wanted. That's what I said. 996 yeah. is <laughs> your cheapest entry into the yeah. 911 experience. Yeah, so that, so that was so, the so idea
2: yeah. is take the cheapest entry and make it a performer because out of the box, the 996 has some shortcomings in its handling because it's not really meant to be the all-out performance car. Uh-huh. So, let's make it handle like it should, so when you go take it out to the canyons it's it's fun. you can just rip on it, and you don't really care yeah you're not gonna you're not worried about the paint job you're not worried about.
4: Or you put it into a tree and you just go get another one. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Take all the parts yeah. off, put it on the new one. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, I think, or I think it's all. an interesting, or a right. wall. I mean, I think it's interesting. I mean, I've, it's rare to see like a really nice, well sorted 996. And it's, and I appreciate it when I do see one. There's one that we've seen at Canepa, the, the black with orange. Yeah. That was looked, really well sorted. It sits really well. Sits really well. Sits really and really you're well. like, whoa, 996
1: yeah. actually looked pretty good. Yeah. It's basically yeah. what
0: you're describing. Like if you, um, I'll try to find the guy and I should connect you with him because yeah. it's basically like a little 996 cup. Street it's like a little deal. cup
1: gt3 yeah because you see like the sierra beige or whatever 993 oh, yeah. with 17 inch boxster wheels and sitting all high in the air and you're like oh those things are pretty ugly you know yeah and then you know lowered like a gt3 i think is a good looking car so there's a
3: company in the uk rpm technique who uh yeah. does a lot of conversions like that on the 996 base chassis i think they do like a csr yeah. they call it exactly uh and they're not cheap, but they're cool cars. They yeah. do several different levels, like GT3 style build or kind of a retro style build, or I forget what they're all called. And I feel
4: like but those 996s are now coming. Like people are like, "Ah, I love to get rid of it." You know, like these kind of one owner, two owner, like that one that's at the Volkswagen dealership. Same thing. My buddy texted yeah. me he's like, "Hey, I got a 996, yeah. like one or two owner, maybe a hundred thousand miles. The thing looks like it's brand new." Yeah, and they want what what' he say eighteen or yeah, twenty 18, for it, 20. and it's wow. six speed like it's a twenty thousand dollar hundred thousand mile brand new car yeah. one owner, the guy probably took it you know did all the right stuff, and you could buy that car for twenty, put ten to twenty into it and have a pretty clean really interesting looking driving yeah. car. Would you
1: would you pay for yours, Patrick, if you don't mind us I I asking? Tell you what I paid for. Why not? <laughs> you buy some backdoor deal or something? This is not a twenty thousand dollar It was like half that, right? Yeah, Why
0: is it was it super high mileage or something? Or?
2: Uh, it has hundred and forty on it. That's fine. But... So
0: <laughs> so yeah, I, I gotta ask. So uh Dieter, you're you're making you know faces and you said he you think he bought the wrong car. So I want an explanation. No, no, I, was, <laughs> I, I thought
4: you were talking about his goofy wagon contraption that we were that was our, our other other project car oh what's the other
1: project car oh
2: yeah no uh we were talking we we were on uh with matt fair on the smoking tire and we were talking about getting like a uh early early to mid 2000 c-class wagon and he has a c55 sedan that he built into a race car so it's got is that five point five liter V eight? Yeah. So taking that drivetrain, throwing it into the wagon with a six speed manual, throwing all the brakes and
4: everything
1: off. the 45. That's the supercharged one or the no, pre supercharged
4: No, sur- N A. Oh, okay. So the the yeah, gotcha. Because we found you know. we found like we were driving up to LA. We we're like, oh, let's look on Craigslist. We found a C two forty like one or two owner wagon with same thing, hundred thousand miles. 100,000 miles and, and like thirty two hundred bucks. Thirty two hundred bucks. <laughs> so I'm like, you could get a thirty two hundred dollar wagon, put my motor in it. Put a T fifty six on it, and put the Brembos and everything else on it, and you have a three hundred fifty horsepower NA six speed C fifty five wagon
2: sleeper wagon. Yeah, yeah. see that thing silver.
4: <laughs> yeah. B- yeah, bumpers beat up. Who cares? That you sounds know, pretty rad. I dig it. Sat in you know, the long tubes, and the thing sounds mint. So you do like standalone or something, or yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: he's found out the hard way that 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 system that Mercedes has doesn't like to be messed with. Uh huh. Because he was building a race car, the transmission like you can't put anything else behind it really easily without doing standalone, and the transmission is kind of lazy. It's a it's not yeah. track oriented car.
4: And it's like that that motor that we have is like balanced bl- blueprinted, solid lifters. It's a half solid like intake manifold, so it revs out so much faster than the stock motor used to that the yeah. gearbox can't like you have to shift 700 rpm before. Otherwise, so, so because
1: it'll hit the rev limiter right if you're gone. it just
4: goes yeah. right past it and doesn't know what happened.
1: it's that slow
4: yeah. so um, well even just, like
1: the c63s like the w204s that turn is so slow and the CLK. And, that, and that's
4: light years better yeah, than, exactly than the, than the one before yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah so how about you dieter what's your uh what that's that what you're working on is that your next project
4: well that c55 race car has been a 10-year never-ending project. I mean, like, we. one of our customers bought that car in, let's see, it's an 06, so she probably would have bought it 08, 09. So it's a W203. 203, yeah. And it had, like, 3,000 miles on it. I think it was, like, brand new. We stripped it, caged it, Brembo's, built motor. Um, We didn't do any gearbox. We didn't know what we wanted to do yet. And um and now we're finally putting it back together. I did a black series front end so that I can run the same wheel and tire like square. Uh uh-huh. Um and so now we're finally fixing the suspension because the other problem is like the arms and stuff you can't articulate enough to make it work. So now we have like Heim like solid arms with spherical bearings and push rod and everything else. So now we can adjust the front suspension to make it work and then we'll figure out the gearbox but we wanted to have that car as like an enduro car three Mm. hour six hour and then at some point maybe 25 hours something like that oh like thunder
1: hill or something yeah
4: but we like to try to run it in like that (laughs) west coast endurance series i think it's like a bunch of like three or six hour races just because it's three thousand pounds ish 320 you know 340 horsepower and it's a sedan and it doesn't doesn't really use the brakes it's not heavy it doesn't have a lot of power has a bunch of aero yeah and you could just i mean it doesn't use that much gas for you know being a v8 and you could just run lap after lap after lap after lap be I
1: mean, consistent and yeah,
4: yeah. So s- crazy. sign
2: me up I'll, I'll take a stint yeah any boys want in yeah, yeah I'm down slow. hit me
4: up yeah <laughs> i think we should do we'll make that like the like the podcast you know like uh enduro yeah. car, yeah, yeah, make yeah, its rounds true. like got yeah, Just yeah, like-, yeah. So like every race is yeah. a podcast a di- group, a different like podcast. You four you from the podcast yeah. drive this time, and then like next event, it's four different guys from there you go. from a different podcast. Nice. You could like the whole time you could just be podcasting as you're driving. Oh, yeah, little headset.
1: It's yeah. that easy to
4: drive. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it's a Mercedes after all. Tesla yeah. autopilot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Dieter, what's your, so you, you own and run HG Motorsports. Correct. Um,
0: wait, Wayne, you, were... you skipped over Ruben's project car. Oh yeah. Ruben. Your Ruben's got car. all kinds of shit going on right now. <laughs> uh,
3: I, I, I haven't been able to work too much on my car since I've been traveling so much and don't really have a house where my cars are.
1: I saw a Corolla uh, you pulled up, in.
3: Yeah. Every time I'm home, I have to grab a little rental car, but, um. Only the nine six four, I think, is running right now, uh, and, the, <laughs> and the, the the race the race car is running too. But oh, you can't really I can't really drive the race car. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, it does have plates. So I drive it to the racetrack. Well, there you go. <laughs> but uh, it's a little too much for just driving around town. But the E thirty, I've got completely stripped front and rear. The whole interior is completely stripped.
1: So wait, last time you were on, actually, was that the time that? We took it for a drive. Like, we all drove it, right? When you first... And it it was, like, crashy suspension. Yeah, it was basically
3: Um, old-ass stock shocks with... uh, I found out... But, well I knew there were H and R race on there, but they're also cut H and R race. Oh, nice. yeah,
1: it was so bad. And it was, was and it was uh and it had a hole in the muffler. This is an E thirty M three. So uh and then So now
3: I I've had the i I mean I took almost a year before I got my KW custom order suspension, but I've had that now for a while, but it, I just haven't had the time to consistently work on it and I'm just doing the full overhaul. I'm not just throwing in the suspension. I've got the whole rear end taken apart, the whole front and taken apart and before I left on my last trip I dropped off the the trailing arms, the front subframe, and the rear subframe. to TC designed to do uh, reinforcement on all the different parts there. And you and, found
1: some rust in the floorboards, right?
3: Yeah, the f- f- uh, floor pan on the driver's and passenger side. I can stick my finger right through it. So, oh, man. so was before I wasn't sure what I was going to do with the interior. Now I know what I'm going to do with the interior. It's going to yeah. be completely stripped, and it already is, and it's going to stay stripped because I don't want to put it all back together. Yeah. Um, as soon as I got get the suspension back together, I'll be dropping it off to get a half cage built. I'm also gonna get the sunroof welded in and just fix so it just looks like a slick top uh and do the rust repair and a couple other things and then painted uh but first step right now is next week i should get all the subframe parts back i'll be able to reassemble the front and rear suspension with the new uh, i've got all upgraded uh bushings everywhere doing all new wheel but just overhauling the whole front and rear and as soon as that's done then i can get the other fab
1: but and then you're gonna build the motor
3: eventually then the last step will be do a fully built motor but uh-huh. yeah as, as, since you drove and i got the v uh VSR center section, uh, high flow cat, and um, a different rear muffler. I forget the the company down in SoCal hunting the Stroman exhaust oh, okay. on yeah. there. So it was running well, but I had to tear it all apart, and it's been sitting there all torn <laughs> yeah. apart until I get all the parts.
0: So, uh, so up. Patrick had asked if it was a California car originally. My understanding is because it used to be Brad from fifteen fifty two's car, right? For, yeah, so was it had originally had a, a, Florida while, had
3: a uh, I think it was originally California and then Florida and then back to California, wow. I think. That's, I that's
2: surprising that Florida and California, I mean, you wouldn't think it would well, be a car where you get rust.
3: The rust, I think, happened because there's a leak through the antenna on the roof, uh, and so that's getting mm-hmm. into the interior, and the rust is... Basically, happen around the mounting points for the heel heat shields on the bottom. There's like little, you know, bolts that are welded into the bottom of the chassis, and it just puddled up around there and uh, rusted through there.
2: So, that's a shame. That's not typical of a California car.
0: Yeah. yeah. You and by looking at the car, you would have never guessed. You know, it wasn't no, until I it it tore apart. No, looked a part. nice car. That yeah. Yeah, was a really clean car. I um, recently resprayed. Well, it had a, a
3: respray, which made it look nice. But yeah. mechanically, the suspension was obviously shit. Yeah. yeah. The engine <laughs> runs well. That was the only good thing. One thing I didn't notice. I knew it had front end damage, like a, a bit, but I didn't notice like the hood fitment was off, and you know, that the they just took a. Uh, like Zenerot panels and just sprayed them on the outside. You look on the inside and it's a little red on the inside. So, well, it's not the best quality job that was done with it before. In the rear driver's side arch... Also, you can see on the tail edge that something was hit or banged in there because part of the sheet metal is all belt bent in there. It's not from accident damage, but something weird happened back there. So I
1: it's like the exactly perfect exactly canvas for a race car, basically. Yeah, so
3: I mean, as well I, I probably overpaid yeah. for it a little bit. Like now that I've really gotten to know the car, <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's still a, a solid basis to do all to turn it into what.
4: How I many wanted. of those
0: cars did they make, and how many are still around? They made like 15,000 globally or something like that, right? 5,000
3: in the U.S.? Yeah, 5,000 so? in
0: the U.S., yeah.
1: Oh, is it that high? Yeah.
0: Wow.
2: I didn't think... I thought it was higher than that, because I know like, with the M5s, E34s, they only imported like 1,400 of them.
3: Uh, and the, I think in the U.S. there's about 5,000 yeah. wow. e Yeah.
2: I guess being in Southern California, like a few years ago, you used to see them all the time. And so I just kind of took it for granted that there was that few of them. I know 5,000 is not tiny tiny number but it's small compared to most production
4: cars yeah That's for probably, sure what maybe four thousand around still
3: but i'm i'm really getting antsy. maybe i'm really maybe. getting antsy to drive it again i mean because it's it's a fun car i know how fun it can be and i i can't wait to drive it with the new suspension fitted yeah. on there it's just going to be a light uh, night and day difference but meantime I had a fun drive with the nine six four the other day. I did have cooling problems with that car at the beginning of the year oh, before yeah. you guys did the Costa rally. I was uh taking a, a day to do half of the route uh, down into Big Sur on uh, what is it Pas Road mm-hmm. and just before again there
1: all- Ferguson yep.
3: yeah just before getting there, all of a sudden I look at my oil gauge oil temp gauge and it's about to go into the red. So and i slow down start cruising and it's not dropping and i'm like <clears throat> fuck what the hell's going we're like in the middle of nowhere already like two to three hours out of away from home and i'm like i bet you the it's the oil thermostat just locked shut yeah you know and we pull over i was with uh and we looking at it over and just yeah couldn't get it to cool down whatsoever and uh so just had to abort that trip. Dropped it off at the shop because I didn't have time to deal with it. And yeah, it turned out to be a, a locked uh, the oil thermostat. Yeah, that was
1: no, it's, it's all good. I. Dri- that was way before I yeah, drove so, it. So, so we're
2: back to early '90s cars with cooling issues. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Okay, that's great. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And
3: then Always, um, E46 M3, my race car. I have an electric fan conversion on that. Uh, But what happened with that earlier this year, I went to go start it up. I'm like, oh, what's that noise? I keep hearing this clicking, clicking. I turn it off and uh, go to look up front. And basically the the radiator uh, support, which holds it in place, is broken off. And one of the bolts fell out and one of the tabs was broken. And the whole thing just shifted back. And the electric fan was hitting hitting it. Fucking uh, the... um, Oh, the, the belt, the, the, belt? Shaft, oh, the pulley. Yeah, the <laughs> pulley. So fully damaged the pulley on the crankshaft. Nice. Damage the electric. So need a new electric fan and replace the the crankshaft pulley also. So, so wait a
2: minute, we talked earlier and... And like, yeah, all the and an all E46 E46 supports for the M3. E46 M3. <laughs> yeah,
0: and yeah. we talked about getting an electric fan, which doesn't <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking help. <laughs> Those also exactly. break. So yeah. full circle, you're <laughs> fucked. Yeah, just buy a Tesla. You can't yeah. win. Yeah. Yeah. Just give up, man. So you, yeah. wait a minute, so what's up with the GG3 RS?
3: And the RS, um, I was about to do a track day and I'm like, ah, oh, the brakes are making noise, I don't have the pad sensors hooked up and I've checked the pads a couple times and they look fine up top where you see them, but they wear tapered. Uh,
1: oh. So basically oh, shit, the,
3: the, the top has like 5 yeah. to 10 millimeters, yeah, I but then – you take off the wheels and get to see the bottom of the pad, and it's fucking down to the pad backing metal. So you like, oh crap. So I'm running a Brembo iron uh, steel rotor swap on there. That's Good job. PCCBs, yeah. and so I'm like, oh, I, you know, I can grab my other set of pads from PCCBs and probably run that with the steel rotors. The problem is the Brembo, the Brembos, the rotor hats come out. Further, the diameter of them is bigger, so that you swap in different pads. It's yeah, with the regular annulus, annulus. The, yeah. it hits the fucking rotor pad, so yeah, you start yeah. spinning the wheels, and it goes
4: ding, 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 <laughs> as it bounces like off each bolt. <laughs>
3: Sweet, so fucking. It's just been sitting there because I have to get either new... uh, Either I swap all the ceramic rotors and those pads back in, but I didn't like the feels of my ceramics, so I want to get different pads to run on the ceramics. Or... I have to get new front rotors and all new pads for the.
0: Just get a new stable. car, dude. Just sell it. Yeah, yeah. Just sell it. <laughs> you want to buy it, don't you? Yeah. it. in four installments. Four installments. <laughs> them down. Let's do this. Just four easy payments of nineteen ninety nine. I'll buy it over the next fifty years. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Art, Art will give you a nice fresh E thirty four M five Yeah. Yeah.
0: There you go. Well, I
3: do need a daily driver later this year. <laughs> okay. so. Yeah.
0: so we have a friend of ours who has you know a nice little quiver and. He's got this, uh, it's a 997.2 GT3 RS and it just sits in his garage. He doesn't even live here anymore. He moved to Hawaii and he has a property here and it just sits there. And every time I see him, I'm like, dude, fucking sell me the damn car, man. Like, yeah. and, um, and so I, I wasn't joking. I said, I'll give, I'll, I'll buy it off of you in four payments, you I know, like, sure. <laughs> and, yeah. and, uh, but he doesn't, but he never takes me seriously. He, he really loves the car. And when he gets, when he does hang out here, which is a few times a year, he does take it out. But outside of that, it just fucking sits there. It's a you shame. You
2: should rent it from him. So you can yep. drive it but you don't have to deal with the ownership issue.
0: Yeah and so well I was very yeah. deeply offended because I was supposed to be his like um What's the word here? I, I, was, I was supposed to be <laughs> car as babysitter. Car, I, car babysitter. I was supposed to keep the oils and or the liquids uh, were circulating and everything. And any he, uh, he has someone else doing it for him, so oh, I, was, wow. I was very offended. But it, I mean, it's cool. It's it, it's his best friend from high school. It's it's fine. But he's <laughs> uh, a
3: car guy also.
0: Yeah, who's a car guy also? And and actually, and I did I did talk to him actually recently, and, and he's like, yeah, dude, just let me know when you want to go when you want to swing by. I talked to Neil about it. He's, whenever Corbett's over, so I have access to the car. I just haven't gone down there. So what's going to happen is I'm going to drive the car and tell him that it's stored at his house. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to disconnect the odometer. (laughs) Ferris Bueller, that business. (laughs) It'll be very well taken care of here. For sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sitting next to the 993, keeping it company. Yep. Uh,
2: wait, you're gonna get that and keep the 993?
0: Yeah, of course. The 993, 993 is a keeper. Yeah, it's a yeah. keeper. Yeah. Dude, I've <laughs> had it. it world. I heard Actually, him. no, I haven't. <laughs> He's a... had it nearly a year. Not, <laughs> not a record car yet, because I I had my 135i for two years, so it's I got a ways to go. I've I've had the 993 since January of last year, so so, so it's already on doubled in
4: value. Oh, already, in, yeah, in a year yeah. from now <laughs> it'll double again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: then you can sell it. Then I can sell it. Yeah. Then I can get. Dude, then I'll just buy the GT3. Straight yeah, up. No payments. Yeah, Although that trade. thing is just appreciating like crazy. I know, fuckers. Too. Yeah, so yeah. it's like I can't catch up, right?
1: right. <laughs> I remember Ruben brought, bought his for whatever number it was, and it's definitely – you've put well, 20,000 miles you, on it, I've and it's probably worth the same. put a lot of
3: hard miles on it. so it's
2: yeah. probably worth the same,
1: it's,
3: though. I haven't lost money on yeah, it. It's it the same.
2: Yeah, exactly. What, the the 1Ms? When the 1M oh, came yeah. out? And you could buy it for sticker, no problem, and – they never went down in value so have those things <laughs>
1: drop now that
3: the it two, no it's still it dropped two a little bit still up there though it's still over really? one. Yeah.
1: i guess cuz m2s are still desirable they're yeah. obviously M2, super desirable m2s
3: are asking 10
1: plus are yeah. not
2: in the market fully yet i That's, feel like they're not accessible you're down the road you're right. m2s on the used yeah. market
1: so is that when the one m drops yeah,
2: I think so. It oh, well, has I, to, I, I,
4: don't I, I don't know if I'm out. Or is it special? Though.
1: So yeah. you think it's special enough to not drop?
4: Yeah, one, I think the what, one that will probably 800? stay. It'll probably stay.
0: Stay, but not appreciate. Yeah. I. I think
4: it'll, it'll appreciate in a while. The higher
0: but...
2: mileage ones will come down. The collector ones, the low mileage yeah, cars, they'll always <clears> stay. But yeah. ones that have 65, 80,000 miles, people that drove them as a daily, that car can't stay above 50,000. It's not that good of a car.
0: I agree with that. I've never driven one, but. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, I, I never drove a 1M, but I've driven. I mean, my 135i was pretty decked out, and I had really good suspension on it. And, you know, it was fun to drive, but it was definitely very. Uh, unruly as Lane has put it. Like, it's like, yeah. you know, one moment you're understeering, the next thing you're oversteering, and it's like, you're on this like fine edge. And it's, and, that's you know, fun
1: for a street. That's pretty fun. It's fun. fun, for a street it's fun. Car, I mean,
0: in, in, at lower speeds, like for autocrossing it was fantastic for just like, like canyon carving stuff. Uh, the one time that I took it to Thunder Hill, I spun it twice, you know, like, so, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it's, it's a tricky car at the limit. The one sure. thing about uh, that
1: thing though, it's like, it's not like an M motor, right? It's just like,
4: so. it's just a yeah. basic, like there's nothing twin turbo yeah it's it's a nice motor but it's it's I raced that uh, the Evolution Raceworks Uh 135 for a couple years Uh and like they had anything and everything you could do to that car they did with meth injection and all this other crazy crap and they were running it in like street class and like that car with whatever 600 pounds of torque or whatever that thing would make on street tires like trying to come out of corners and you're just I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Go. I'm gonna I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. And yeah. all of a sudden, it like makes like an extra bit of torque, I'm gonna die again. I'm gonna. That's we're the issue. Now I'm going straight. <laughs> like exactly it. Just, it. Out of yep. nowhere, just kind of like spikes, and you're yeah. like, ah, I'm gonna die, and I'm oh, I'm good again. I'm good again. <laughs> it just... But that's that's exactly it,
0: dude. Because it, it's really weird how the power delivery. Because you have so much torque down low, right? Like it's right. basically like 1500. You have 100 percent, right? And then as you said, yeah, like you know you're the power delivery is really funky on it. So you have to be really, really like you have to modulate the throttle really well and really try to, you know, when I like yeah. basically both times that I pushed it, like absolutely, you know, 11 tenths is when I, or 10 tenths is call it because 11 tenths is already spinning rate. But, but yeah, I know I was like the, it was exactly that though. It was, it, it's, it's what I would imagine a one M would feel like, but just with an LSD. I didn't have an LSD in my car. Um, it had the DT. What is it? The fucking the oh, E like for whatever. Yeah, or whatever. yeah, which is brake vectoring sort of shit, uh, which sucked. I yeah. hated it um but yeah i mean
4: the i don't diff, know the diff helps a lot
0: yeah, and i i i never driven a 1m but from that experience and then just from you know like randy probst like drove like right. the 1m and he he said that same thing you know he was all over the place at laguna seca yeah i don't know if you remember what he did that uh, what was it the um, street car with the best driver's car yeah was that 2014 or something probably earlier i think it would have been 13 or yeah 13 yeah. or 14 yeah, and he basically he, it was like at the bottom of his list because he's like yeah dude it's it's just too unpredictable
2: well, Dieter, yeah. Dieter drove that back-to-back with a competition package, M3, back when I was doing the magazine. And we did canyons out, and he, oh, I think you said it was twitchy. Cause the 1M? Went, yeah, the 1M, yeah, 1M yeah, yeah. that you drove.
4: Yeah. It's just a, the, the power delivery on that car is just so odd. Like, that's just – it's just a weird-feeling car. And, like, you're trying – like, you're trying to, r- like, roll on the throttle, like, do normal stuff with the throttle, and the car is like, this much torque, and yeah, yeah. that much torque, and you're just like... <laughs>
1: it's like driving an old 930 or something. Yeah. It's just like yeah. Yeah. doing weird stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, we started getting into it. Uh, so, Dieter, you run HG Motorsports. You guys primarily do everything, I guess,
4: but you guys are getting into Porsches. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, our focus is, like, track... Minded street performance, Um, like Weekend Warrior, you know, stuff, uh, builds. And, and, I mean, cars that – basically cars that are meant to get beat up and then, you know, rinse and reuse. Yeah. You know, like we want the car to go fast. We want it to work. And then we want you to, like, clean it and then do the same thing again the next day or the next weekend or whatever. And a lot of the cars see – a lot of like weekend warrior street duty, and then different tires go to the track, or there are street cars that live at the track, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, we just will do anything as long as we do it kind of our way. You know, yeah. we only use we only use Brembo, we only use Akrapovic. we only use HRE or Forge line, we only use Olin's or JRZ or KW. I mean, we're not you know we're not going to put some BC coilovers on 1M because you got them on eBay for... 750.
2: You won't install no. my Raceland coilovers on my no. 36M3?
0: Yeah. No. Oh yeah. I actually I was going to, th- I noticed that, well, last podcast we had a technical difficulty. So our listeners heard and I wasn't able to call in, but, um, someone asked what I, what kind of coilovers I put oh, on yeah, my M5 because, yeah. you know, Warren you know, freaks out when I modify the M5. Huh. So, um, somebody <laughs> suggested, what was it? Uh, Tane coilovers oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, uh, buddy yeah, clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I actually, you know, I'm happy to announce that I, uh, cut my springs. Uh, did you so remember? yeah. So, so I'm rocking the cut <laughs> springs. <laughs> so OEM, at least they're OEM. you, know, <laughs> stayed and, you stayed and, OEM, and, dude. And I, and, I, and oh. I, 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 used, I, I used, I didn't even have an angle grinder, so I used yeah. my Dremel. But I, I think it was really straight. So I think the, <laughs> I think, I think so the, spring, the, spring rate is okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think, it'll be yes. alright. Yeah. And like, and it just sits on the perch should, a little. You crooked. You could
4: have just done the toaster oven trick. You just leave it in toaster oh, oven. Oh, that's overnight. right. Yeah, you let it. You know, know. Oh
2: shit! No, no, the, the ultimate way is zip ties. Really, really strong. Oh zip ties. yeah, I've heard of that. Oh damn. Yeah, really good. for I do have spring
4: compressors.
0: I should just put the spring compressors on there.
2: Yeah, that
4: would have been way better. Yeah. So it's funny. Like we've had the last, we've had four cars in the last year that were brand new that came to us. Oh, with the from the dealer the factory little things with in. the, the oh. plastic shipping plastic yep. in yep. there. Yep. And literally, one was a SLS Mercedes. One was a brand new Focus RS. Wow. Uh, one was a M6 uh, BMW. And then I forgot what the other one was, but they're like four completely different cars from completely different worlds. Yeah. And each one they left. Did the any fucking... of them come in saying, hey, this thing's riding weird? Or were they just, they, none of them could tell? Uh, three out of four were like, this thing rides kind of weird. I'm not sure. Like, it's a brand new car. It's yeah. a sport car. Yeah. I don't know if it's supposed Is to it be f- like this. Sport mode. Yeah. So, uh, the the focus we actually didn't even, it didn't even dawn on us. So, we had it on the dyno and we're strapping it into the dyno. And he looks in there and he's like, What's this fucking disc in there? And pulls it out. And he's like, Oh, you're here. Give this back to your dealer and tell him next time to do a PDI better. Dude. Holy shit. Um, so, yeah. The, the M6 guy, he he had it and like drove it around for not a while, but like a little bit. And then we like, did mufflers to it and did something else to it, and then he brought it back. He's like, you know, after driving this for a while, I feel like there's something weird because he had a he had like some other BMW before, and he's like, it rides just weirder than my other cars, and then and then sure enough, it's like. Oh yeah, well, the, 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 thing is still in there. So, know. so we have a
0: friend, uh, you know, Jono, he's got a 991 GT3 RS now, but uh, a couple years back, he picked up a TTRS. Yeah. And, um, and so that happened. He, oh, yeah. he, he, he took delivery of it. Uh, you know, he drove it and like, let me drive it. Uh, and then like the following day, he's like, he's like, dude, there's something really weird about my car. I feel like it's way too stiff, you know? Yeah. Like, and so sure enough, yeah, I did yeah. that. I, I actually went under there and I looked, and there were these fucking like green like m- plastic like yeah. fucking spacer yeah. things Hockey in there. And he was just cruising on those, just slamming around. Yeah, it's gnarly. Yeah, I guess I guess that happens quite often then. Yeah, you need so-
2: to like put stickers on the fenders. Please remove these before use. Oh, really? So when they, they, they deliver them? Know, they no, they
0: should. I mean, that's like normal stuff with a. <laughs> right. Yeah. They are, and, 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 yeah, and like all the super ones,
2: bright
3: or something, so they're really
4: obvious. Th- this, these were bright green, like yeah, like bright green. Yeah, I don't know the. I think the like the BMW ones were white. The Focus ones, the Focus ones, I think were like black or something stupid. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you would never see Just it. Just blend in and, with yeah. the spring. The other ones, I think, were maybe like white or silver. But yeah, in theory, I think actually the Mercedes ones were orange. So that was like yeah, an obvious one. Yeah. Like who, <laughs> who was the new guy on duty that didn't see the orange? You know, and I think that one has, like, two. So there's, like, two hockey pucks. And oh, nice. wow. So he had, like, like, he was riding like on a like handle no, kind no of suspension. contraption. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his was horrible. It was just the funniest thing in the world. Like, what? Oh, my Who was doing these PDIs? But we've had cars, um, the 991 GT3 that gets delivered without the front lip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then they shmammer the bumper oh, nice. and then just Ooh. put the lip back on sell the car. Oh. But then when you go to clear you have to take the lip off. And then when you take the lip off, you see that the bottom of the bumper is now, like, shaved down with no paint left. And you're like, well, I didn't do it because it had a lip spoiler on it. So how would that happen? And then they look up and, oh, yeah, trainee Bob did the PDI, our yeah. bad. Do you want a new bumper? And it's like, well, it's PTS, you know, whatever. Oh, like, oh, those, are not gonna...
3: those are $10,000 bumpers. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> like, uh, just
4: put it in a file that, like, you know, whoever buys a car, you owe them a bumper for yeah. life or what you know whatever. It's just shh. I mean stuff like that that just nowadays the dealerships are they're cutting the guys that know and they're just having all the trainees and the and the fifteen to yeah, twenty dollar, doing an, hour the, the, stuff, dollar yeah. an hour guys instead of the forty dollar an hour guys do they're, everything they're
2: and they're just slapping it together. Right. Yeah. Right. I was talking with a guy who's a master tech at a BMW dealership down our way and he was saying, Yeah, the young guys they do a, a, a valve cover gasket. They'll rip it off and just put the new one on and slam it down and don't even clean off oh, wow. where the gasket was. Nice. And they don't care because it's all under warranty, especially with BMW, because you get 40 or 50,000 miles, all your service is covered. Yeah. You come in for a warranty issue, they're just going to slap it out, put it back out to you. Why do they care?
0: Yeah, that's crazy, man. So um, I actually, speaking of BMW warranty real quick here, um, this is super random. So I'm driving the other day. I'm I'm driving the I3. So it's basically my wife's car, but I use yeah. it too. It's a the commuter car. And um I'm just cruising in the I3 um and I get a phone call and I look and I I you know my Bluetooth's connected. I see it's BMW San Francisco. I answer and uh it's BMW San Francisco notifying me that um my car had notified them that my first service was due. So, so the fucking car tells BMW, I, yeah. So, yeah, like it basically yeah. says like, Oh dude, that's so annoying. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, I'm like, and I'm like, okay. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's like, I mean, it was super random, you know, but like, I've noticed all these little things, right? Like it update, like I'll get these updates, right. like I mentioned a few podcasts ago, but I went to go turn the other day and I turned the turn signal on. And as I'm turning the wheel, I looked to I look at the mirror and the mirror tilted out. Like. The, the mirror itself tilted out. I was like, what the fuck? And it never oh, did that before, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So they're, like, sending all these updates right. over the air, you know? And, yeah. and it's just happening, so... It's
2: it's, it's full on iRobot. Dude, One day your yeah. car is going to, like, make some upgrades to itself. It's going to throw you off. Clean. I know. It's going to be like, <laughs> no,
0: you're not turning. You're it's not turning. It's going to rise up and just... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> It's, it's gonna true. like collapse yeah. and kill me. It's yeah, just like yeah, fuck exactly, you. Yeah. See, like all the airbags will go off. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I like hate Christine. you. And grab your baby and, <laughs> and, and I off. kidnaps yeah. my baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gnarly dude. <laughs> so, uh, so you said. So it sounded like you're getting into Porsches now. But what's like the history of the shop? Like, have you always been into Porsche I mean, German cars. It sounds like mentioned so, BMWs. Yeah.
4: So we had a we had a Mercedes dealership uh, for forty three years that my grandpa started after he came here uh, from Mercedes. Um, uh, so like, so, well, we'll go all the way back. So, yeah. And
1: you have a 300 SL. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so my grandfather,
4: uh, worked for Mercedes, uh and like World War Two era right after the war, uh, he went back to Mercedes and then they sent him here to the U S to deliver the first set of goalings, um, to like Mr. Sears and Mr. Robach. And, and he was based in the Chicago area and yes. he was in a Studebaker dealership. It was just him and one Mercedes salesman and a Studebaker dealer. And they were delivering these Gullwings and Roadsters and, and stuff like that, and so he did that for a while. But he forgot now, to deliver one of them. Is- <laughs> no, 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 no. I, he he, yeah. He he kicks himself for not trying to buy one back then. But he, I mean, he luckily he developed. He was like the 300 SL guy. Um, and he met Augie Pabst and they started doing like racing and they came out West and then Augie's mom called to come back to the brewery. Pabst? Blue, like Blue River yeah, Pabst? Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then, so he stayed out West and, uh, he started Mercedes Benz of San Diego. And since he was a 300 SL guy, everybody that had a roadster and a gullwing knew him. And he ended up, uh, buying, uh, two Goldwings and a roadster. Oh, awesome. Um, and, uh, we actually, we just sold, uh, one of the Goldwings that, Kind of like to a family friend that has a museum, and they actually have the exact same car, and it's the VIN number before ours. So they came off the assembly line together, and they're matching, like, identical matching cars, and ours had 40,000 original miles, and his has, like, 60 or 70. So they're literally twins, and they sit, like, in Germany in the museum next to each other for life, and the guy's never going to drive them, and it's a father and son that collect... They have two of everything. Yeah, and so it's like they want. Yeah, they (laughs) wanted to have those two, Um, and it was just like the weirdest thing ever that they came. They came to visit through another friend of ours, like we didn't even know him, and uh, and he's like, oh, I have. I have the same car as you do. I yeah. have red going. Oh, that's so crazy. Oh, I have the 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 luggage with the knockoff seats, and oh, mine's all original too. And that's I never drive it. It's funny. Wow. Like you're just like yours. And he's so is like, it red on red on tan it? or what was it? Uh, red with black. Red with, yeah. black. red with black.
1: Inserts or anything like plaid or no, no, you know, just, just
4: black, all just all black. Yeah, and um, a little glass bottle. He's got like the three thousand dollar glass bottle. Oh, for, for the, the yeah, 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 yeah yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, I have that too, and uh. And he's like, he's like taking, he's looking through all the paperwork. And for some reason, he either took a picture of like our VIN plate or something, like just cuz, cuz, you know, whatever. And he goes back home and like he couldn't sleep. And he said he went to the warehouse and got the, the paperwork out and looked at the VIN and looked at our photo. And it was like, holy crap, it's like zero zero seven five four zero zero seven five five. And then he called Mercedes and got the manifest of the assembly line to confirm that both cars, like the VIN was the same, that they both came off together and all yeah. this, like, they were all original correct and everything else. And he's like, Heinz, if you ever sell this car, I need to have it um and he's like if you ever want it back you know you can just drive it and whatever i'll give it back to you and and uh and we're like well yeah we already have another gullwing and a roadster so what do we need two you know it's like yeah how many gullwings do you need so we as many we let let that yeah (laughs) we let that that one go but we still have the other two so you have the roadster still too and another going. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Heinz, yeah, yeah. if you ever want to get rid of the roadstock, you yeah. call
0: you call yeah. me, okay? Because Roadster is my favorite. Yeah. This is package deal. I'll give yeah. it yeah. Uh, so we'll do twenty payments. Is that yeah. cool? Can we Twenty, it works 20, payments. Yeah. 20 <laughs> payments for fifty <laughs> years. Yeah. He yeah. only
2: accepts firstborn.
0: Yeah.
4: Okay. okay. I got he you. Wanted, yeah. He wanted the um he wanted the red so with our the the first goling was red, the second goling was silver, and then the Roadster was silver. Um, the, the two silver ones are, they've been repainted and re-leathered. So I don't know what they hmm. think one was like blue with plaid and the other one was like white with something super weird, but he really wanted the red one and the guy would never sell it, never sell it, never sell it. And then he found the silver one, had to drive all the way to Michigan to get the silver one, drives it back home. this is in like 19... 19- Seventy-five, You know, so you imagine yeah. driving and, and to I'm Michigan. And i complaining about my road trip. Yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. And driving back. Like, my grandma found it. In a going Yeah. Yeah. And then driving back to California, you know, and he gets home. And literally the next week, the guy in the red one's like, Heinz, I want to sell my car. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Dick, I just drove to Michigan to buy this silver one. And now you want to sell it? And so that's how we ended up oh, with two. Like, so he's like, well, I mean, I said i would buy it from you so sure and this was like like i said 70 so he probably paid it was a used car used like, like 80
1: grand or something yeah. maybe probably no like wait
0: really was, yeah yeah like they were Dude, it was like, just they, a used they car. were 11 yeah. or something yeah. like that wow so,
4: yeah. i mean he paid me made for maybe 15 yeah. maybe wow
0: like that would be so inflation that's like 50 grand maybe now right though right Isn't
4: it? yeah right. right that's wild yeah but I mean it's you know, it's nineteen seventies lottery yeah. ticket. Like who who knew that you could buy a car for ten and have it be worth a million? Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, we, we like, we, we post those, uh, regularly, right? Like, we've got a bunch of old, uh, road and tracks and stuff, yeah. and Warren especially posts a lot, like, you know, like old, like Ferrari, like, you know, GTOs or short oh, wheelbase, yeah. like 250s, and yeah. just, you know, Lusos for like eight grand, as you're saying, 13 right. grand, and it's, w- w- we posted one recently that was like fully restored, and they spent, I think, more on the restoration than the car itself, yeah. and it, it was yeah. like, and they thought, it, it, this was late 60s, and I think they sold it for five grand or something right. like that, right. you know?
3: I'll just imagine most cars that are on my list of, like, cars that I wanted to buy over the last five five to seven years, they've all doubled in price. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much all of them. And that's yeah. just five to seven years. Well, yeah.
1: Years. I mean, when we were in, like, high school and stuff, remember, like, 2.7 RS 911s were, like, sixty seventy thousand dollars $70,000 cars, you know? Right. Yep. And all now they're a million plus. Right. I mean, like, dude, it's crazy. And Lusos yeah. were unwanted. Yeah. And now they're whatever, two.
4: Yeah, three even, million? Car, even cars that weren't cool are now twice as much. Yeah. Like, really? Like that car was a stupid and now yeah, I like, hey, yeah, exactly. can't buy it because it's went exactly. from twenty to forty and like I'm not gonna pay forty for a car that's huh. stupid, you know, like at twenty. Well, yeah, well it looked like, like, like a- in the last three
1: years, like or four years coontages and stuff like that. Right. Like, right. like Testerosas, you know? Yeah. They were like well, fifty grand. You're like, I don't want that thing. That's right, the engine right. hour like, the real you Oh yeah, the real too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those we went up, so and you're we like, had, what? <laughs> we had a 308 at my work. We had one for years. Uh, uh 83 QV black on black. You know, thirty nine thousand miles or something. Um, all original, and we we couldn't give it away. Sold it for twenty six to a right. guy in Holland, and now that car is like seventy five. Yeah. 80. Yeah.
2: It, it, it's, it's crazy. It's a it's a bubble. It has yeah. to be a bubble on some stuff.
1: And, by the way, a 308 not not the greatest driving car. Yeah. It's like my 944 or something, what? basically. Yeah. But, like, shittier, weirder steering. Right. And, like, a, you're, the steering wheel is like a bus. Yeah. And it feels really heavy and weird. Do you know.
2: think – so we, we look back at cars at, at the the 60s and 70s, the, the Italians and – and how much they've come up in value. But like you say, the Countach, and a great car to drive. It's gone up a bit crazy. Do you think that the cars that don't drive well, the n- newer cars that don't drive as well, um, are going to maintain going up in value just because they're old and cool? Or do you think that the actual driving affects total value? Because like a 250 GTO is got to be an amazing experience just drive because of the engine and the sound. And
0: so... What cars really don't drive well these days? Yeah, seriously. I mean, these days it's even at Yeah, even you know what I'm
2: like. I mean, no, no, no. I, I mean, I mean cars that haven't gone crazy yet. I'm talking about like '90s and early uh-huh. 2000s. Like, well, the generation we were just talking about with cooling issues.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Are
2: any of those cars that don't drive that well? Like the 190 Cosworth.
1: Mm-hmm. Is
2: slow. So is the E30. So the is 3. E30 though. And yeah, E30s are so, already. They've gone about crazy, but I've seen them come back down.
1: You know what? I think... uh, Yeah, I guess you have seen them come down from, like, the...
2: They were at 50 for anything. Even the biggest pile. I've seen them down in 25... or Sorry, 35, 30.
3: So... The biggest piles weren't at 50. Yeah, I think they they were were at 30. 30, And then the nice... And you had the a trailer one that was, like,
1: 68 or (laughs) something like that. Or 58, was it? And we were, like, blown away by that. And then there was one in Monterey that went for, like, 95. But, well, is that a $95,000? No, it's not. Bar? No, no, not no. Well, but it doesn't matter. Well, uh, Reuben. The, the ones that.
2: that are at that
3: price, though, are the limited edition ones. The ones that are around $100,000 well, are it's like just the low Evo miles. 2s. Or, and, no,
1: there was a normal Yeah, E30, there are but, some
3: very low miles that are essentially like close to new cars yeah. that people are paying through the roof for, which doesn't make sense. I don't know. Me. I mean,
1: lately I've seen. But I'm know, not
3: a type to fucking lock up. Car up also as as an investment, you know. Like you, you buy a car because it's It's, it's, it gives you emotion when you drive it, not when you fucking hang it on your wall. Well, yeah. So
1: I think the driving probably doesn't matter for these cars that have like three thousand miles on them. And because if you buy that car and put miles on it, you're depreciating. Oh yeah, it's depreciating like tenfold. Yeah, because it's worth that much because of the mileage, right? Yeah. Like uh, there was just a on bring a trailer to. Today or yesterday, an eighty-three Porsche nine forty-four, three thousand original miles, twenty-seven thousand dollars.
0: That's what sells, dude. Wow. That's um it, But yeah. it's
1: all because it's 3,000. It three was a. Re, it now. was this old man owned it, mm-hmm. drove for three years, locked it in his garage, Never and his yet. neighbor, this kid neighbor, bought it off of him. That always loved the car, and now he's like our age. Yeah, and he like brought it to a shop, you know, had him go through it and sold it. Wow. And probably, you know, he probably bought it. He's like, hey, I'll pay over market. I'll buy it for five. Yeah. You yeah. know? And then he gets 27K for it. It was a Saab, like a Saab, uh, Saab wagon, the 9.5 estate. Uh, like the <laughs> nine, the old, no, no, like I'm talking old, like 60. Oh. oh, oh um, okay. Like this tan wagon sold for yeah. $32. i am bringing a trailer to the other day. Wow. And a BMW 2002 with an M3 motor swap just for sold 49. for 49 dude, And then that the one goodness. sold for 70 a couple months ago. It's like crazy, dude. Yeah. And it one for 49 with a non-original motor. I mean, you're looking at like... That's a cool combination. There was like, like sweet
3: little ride. It had yeah. kind of a Frankenstein motor because it was a S14 bottom end, but yeah. then a different head. Yeah, and, and
1: like, it looked all—it looked almost Italian because it had those steel wheels and it was slammed. And but, but dude, the paint wasn't perfect. You know, it had spiderweb cracks. And, yeah, you know, had all the stuff. And you're getting it would 50 go for grand? like
3: maybe mid to high twenties, well, well, so, maybe. Yeah, so is
2: this the auction that's making it up, or are there just people out there that are just well, stupid I think enough the two, to buy something
3: like 2002 that? 2002 market's going really it's strong going right now, and. Especially on BAT, I think the yeah. 2002. Like, if you're gonna sell a 2002, throw it on BAT. They, yeah. Yep. Yeah. they go way over market every time you see one. On but there. I'd
0: also like to see. I'm like 90% sure that all these cars are going to Europe, where these cars no longer really exist. And that's get true. Tradition. They're all rusted out. They're all rested so out in, we've yeah,
1: sold what true. like
0: five, six cars in the last like two
1: years, and they've all gone to Europe. Like yeah. all the R107s. I yeah. sold that six series that Euro I had. Um, yeah. We sold that, I sold that well oh, the e thirty euro went actually with state side was, that was yeah,
0: but it wasn 't a very he didn 't pay a premium price for it no, so no where yeah. if, if it was a euro buyer, he probably would have paid double easily right probably yeah yeah, um, yeah so, no, that's true
3: yeah. I would have thought like that the sales to Europe had slowed down by now because the dollars' gotten a lot stronger, yeah, but I think that the prices over in Europe are still so oh, strong so for, the, for the collect I remember nine nine seven point two r s is over there selling for Closer to 300,000, we're here what? They're closer to 200,000. Yeah, was wow, like a 996 RS, which you never got here. I remember looking at them when I went over there last year and I bought a car over there yeah. for a trip, and I was just like, What? I, I think it was like two to 250 grand for a
5: 996
1: oh, RS. Wow, that'd be cool to have. But, yeah, the prices <laughs> over there for. No,
3: everything. Those cars that you're thinking of like there's definitely a handful of other cars that are cheaper than you you would think but any kind of of the more desirable ones yeah. classics collectibles well, they, they're more expensive Yeah, these
1: R107s use. that we've been getting lately they're like they're double the price of the Europe. And is that a nice driving car? So No, of? it's, it's like more the, it's the sensification. It's, it's pretty it's, modern for yeah. what it is for like a like we have that 72 it's you can drive it every day. I mean, yeah. so they're pretty. they I mean, Mercedes made pretty good solid right. cars. But right? I think what right. you,
0: so what Patrick was referring to is more. I, I don't think I think the answer to answer your question, it's not just it's not just performance that's selling, right? And that is appreciating the value of these cars. It's it's there's a lot of different aspects. It's style, but it's, it's style, rarity, rarity, mile um, condition. Yeah,
2: I feel like a lot of it's speculation. So a lot of people see prices go yeah. up and going. I got to get one now because it's only getting older and there's only be few of them.
1: Yeah, but here's the Thing, a BMW 2002 with a motor swap at 50, yeah. there's no speculation there, right?
2: Well, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, that price it doesn't make any sense.
1: No, it really doesn't. So,
2: what I'm saying is, is the auction environment, I, I got Maybe, this car, yeah. I keep bidding up yeah. because the BAT thing, like, I listened to Matt sell his DeLorean. Beautiful car, low mileage. It's, it's the car you'd want to buy for an investment. Yeah. But it went for way more than he thought it was going to go for. And yeah. it, was it the auction environment that did it? Is it BAT? Like-
3: I think BAT has a, plays a big part of it because I think people trust it as a, yeah. a, a whatever's on there. They, they feel that it's a good.
1: And I think with these old cars, it's like, when he, how many DeLoreans are there? How many have 3,000 miles on them? And there's one for sale. Yeah. So whatever. I'm, if I'm a wealthy guy, I'm willing to pay you know, twice what it costs me for a shitty one. Or yeah, three I feel times. Like all
4: like the like the lot like all the meekem stuff yeah. is where they go to get deals. hmm And then like the BAT is where they sell the cars they bought at Mecum?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they, has, and it come,
4: make has it come yeah, to this? Yeah. It's
0: crazy. Yeah. Um, well, dude, I mean, we obviously we went on a nice little tangent there as usual with DWA. So, um, you were going through your story and your history. Uh, yeah. So, so, you, so it was, looks like you started with Benz. Yeah. Uh, uh,
4: Grandpa started Mercedes Benz of San Diego. Had his own dealership for a while after he started that, um, and then I came in and I had a, one of the first like 500 horsepower Mitsubishi Evos. Um, that I was road racing, uh, for a few years and doing like, a uh, time trial, time attack and stuff like that. Um, and then I started working full time, stopped racing that car and then I was just driving a friend of mine's car, another Evo that was in a higher horsepower and a, in a lower class. So ours was unlimited and this was modified class. Mm. Um, so it was like a 680 horsepower car running like street tires. When? Like cheater tire, um, and, and then and, uh, and, and it
2: was very like there was holes drilled
4: everywhere to take weight out of the thing. Oh really? Yeah, ridiculous. yeah. It was like that. Like that car that we just we tried to just do everything we could to make it a quasi street car and still be like stupid fast. And then I drove the 135 for a while, and then around that time, kind of like 09, 2010, and 11, we started doing customer cars at the shop full time, um, and then we got our own shop in 20. Twelve, um, cool. and then been just doing just doing like the regular modification stuff. A lot of Subarus, Evos, GTRs, Porsche, Ferrari, Lambo, and now we're kind of squeezing that down to like the track performance minded, too. right? And then trying sense. to get back into racing and doing more support um, right. than than the tuner stuff, doing actual set up support and like arrive and drive type stuff cool yeah i mean uh, what about like cup cars but for people that have a gt3 or an r8 or an f like weekend warrior kind of stuff and they they don't want to worry about the car during the week and they just want to show up and have a good time for the day or for the weekend and then go home yeah, you that's know, cool. Not um, kind of like, I have, to, I have to trailer my own car here, and then I have to switch my tires, and then I have to change yep. oil afterwards, and then I have to like... Yeah, know, all the, the hassle of, yeah. of right. going to the racetrack, right? right? Yeah, so it's, right. Uh, you
0: basically provide like an arrive and drive right. type of model right. for people. And some
4: people, like, you know, they have, you know, they leave their car on the trailer, and they bring it to the shop the week before, we check it, they put it back on, they bring it to the track, and then we just kind of do everything there, or they just bring it to us and you know, they drive it over to us we switch the wheels or switch the tires or whatever and then we trailer it there and you know check the gas check the tire give them a bottle of water make sure they're good not you know driving all crazy and yeah having fun and nice uh, making there you go making more of a group that's cool you know, a group setting bring like four or five cars out and have it be a you know more of a yeah, social yeah. engagement than a just
1: club that yeah and that's you're not cool
4: spending 10 grand a weekend to go race your cup car you're you know, it might be twenty five hundred all in with hotel and fee and gas and whatever. Mm. But you know, you're just you're having marginally the same amount of fun because you're kind of doing these little skirmishes with you and a guy that's in a similar car. It's not forty of you, but then you're not spending four times as much. Right. Yeah. So I mean, that sounds like a really fun model. But
0: um, I'm curious, like, to know what your margin is because, like, you could be wrapping gold. Cars these days and, yeah. <laughs> um, and then doing like, um, what is it, like ADV wheels? Like you could ADV do ADV like, ones. ADV oh, ones. Yeah, yeah. So you could do 360 like, forged. 25s yeah. with like 20 series, ty- like, uh, aspect ratio.
4: I mean, everybody, that. everybody that does that stuff, they're just doing it for 5% <laughs> over cost. Because there's no, there's no real, there's no blood, sweat, and tears that go into it. It's just, I've created this. Yeah, you put a sticker on a car. Airbags, dude. Come on, man. Air- you, you, not, not cool. <laughs> <laughs> some of the airbag stuff is interesting. But so Do you guys have any? Do
1: you guys have any pro? Do you guys make any products or anything at HG? Do you guys yeah, have any so special so we things? did
4: for the CLA and for the AMG GT. We made uh like a performance package line for uh-huh. it. We had, like intake, intercooler, downpipe, tune, uh lightweight brake, uh brake rotors that we did with Gyro Disc. Um. Uh, with the like CLA 250, then CLA 45, and then I had an AMG GT for a minute. Uh huh. Um, and we did like downpipes and tune. And, okay. Um, we never really got into the other stuff because the market was just kind of, you know, you had the rentec customer that would just do whatever they said, yeah. but everybody else was like, oh, I'm not gonna touch this car. It's, it's mm. like, the way it is. So yeah. I
1: just, How was the CLA?
4: Like, did you guys sell a lot of that yeah, stuff? Yeah, we sold. We've sold like um. Because I remember I you guys gotta got that. It's got to be at least a hundred, a hundred different products cool. uh, total. Um, probably actually probably more than that because we're we're down like two or three runs of everything. And we did like twenty five at a time, so we're probably almost maybe two hundred. Uh, and most of our sales are outside of the U.S., so uh-huh. it's like U.S. and then rest of world. Our biggest dealers in Hong Kong, uh-huh. and then our second biggest dealers in Japan, and then our third biggest dealers in Chile. Oh hmm. wow, Chile, um, weird. Yeah, so we have a lot of you know, a lot of car, we've got customers in Russia, customers in Oman. I mean, like we get orders from places in like Puerto Rico. I mean, it's just like places where you wouldn't think that there's like tuner stuff going on. Yeah. Dude, Puerto know.
0: Rico is massive. Yeah, they, I mean they're well, yeah, they're like, huge for especially so for Puerto drag Rico is like the drag one racing. It's But we there, have but like yeah.
4: you know guys in Greece and then like Oman. Like <laughs> I had to Google where Oman like, <laughs> what am I sending this to, and the guy yeah. sent us the picture like in front of the palace with this CLA with the intake on there. Nice. And, like He's just stoked on it. So it's a very interesting, you know, seeing where this stuff is ending up. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, in, in Hong Kong, China, you know, mainland, and then Japan and and Malaysia and stuff like that um is pretty big but it's just interesting to see you know where the parts end up and and people are interested yeah and, yeah no, that's it's cool that's
0: rad and so what, what I'm curious like what how are people like finding you like i mean cuz i mean oman for example like is it just people like googling CLA A45 yeah. mods or are yeah. they going to like, is there a community that you're like advertising uh, on or there's a small
4: there's a small forum for like CLA um but most of the like the rest of the world is not a lot of CLA, it's more A and GLA. Oh right, the A45 AMG. Um, so right? I don't know if they're on that same forum or not, but yeah, I think a lot of them they just they Google it and CLA comes up, and then they usually call or email like, "Hey, does this fit the A class?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's the same thing." Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's interesting to see. And then they have so many different models. They have like 180, 200, 250, and then here we only have the 250. But in the you know rest of the world, it's Three different versions, three different engines. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's all the same thing. That's just, they change the leader size to get the tax down, right? So, yeah. um, it's just, it's just funny that the way like they have all the numbers, you know, done up and we actually, I think our A250 intake fits a B250. So we've done two in Canada that are B250, mm. which is kind of interesting. Um, like the intake snout is like just has like another, Four degrees of like range to it, and ours luckily fits in there. Nice, um, but it's, it's just kind of a quirky little car that you put an intake. Yeah, in yeah that's cool. It's yeah,
1: like, uh, yeah, that's that little weird. That's yeah, like, it's
4: like that, that hatchback sedan with a Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Um, so you yeah. you basically you grew up around three hundred SL Gullwings and yeah. roadsters. But what was your first car? Uh,
4: technically, my first car was a nineteen eighty four two forty D sweet four speed it was like p yellow with shit brown inside nice Four hundred and eighty thousand miles on it yeah (laughs) yeah and literally like i drove it i drove it to school two days in a row and i like got home on like a friday and i gave the keys back to my parents and i said listen if you want me to die, I'll keep <laughs> driving this car, but I literally cannot get out of the way yeah. of, like... They're
1: so, so is that a W123? Yeah. So non-turbo. Yeah,
4: non-turbo. Yeah. Just I've driven
1: one of those. There. Quartz of wow. oil coming out the tailpipe. And I'm
4: like, listen, I I love you, and I will work every day of my life if yeah. I don't have to worry about dying every time I try <laughs> to shift gears. Yeah, yeah. I'm like,
1: <laughs> every time you I, shift, you, like, lose your I'm momentum. Right. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I can't go any faster Damn. than me they surprised me and I got a, a Toyota Tundra like that. We were looking at getting trucks. I was big into dirt bikes and stuff like uh-huh. that. And I was looking at trucks and then they had, like that, that weekend brand new. Yeah. Yeah. Brand new. Like I, like, I go Sweet. in the garage, like the next, like on Sunday or whatever. And I was like, Whoa, oh, shit, there's a white Tundra
1: straight in out of like, back to the future. God, yeah, right. <laughs> just, uh,
4: yeah. So that that was my, I, I wanted the bug eye Subaru because uh-huh. I was more like growing, like doing summers in Europe and doing WRC and going to the events. And I was yeah. like, bug eye subarus like that's like the coolest car oh like, so when that came looks out wise was but then i had yeah. when i'm here I, was like, I had dirt bikes and street bikes and stuff like that and i was like okay i guess i'll get a truck and then the evo came out and i was like okay i missed the bug eye but now the evo is here uh-huh. i get the evo um so you was... just went straight into the evo and that was your track car yeah. and everything yeah one yeah i did one my first track day in that car was at thunder hill um i did a bunch of like dumb, you know, first time mod guy uh-huh. mods to it that I shouldn't have done. Underglow and stuff. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, no, it wasn't it wasn't like it was like stuff that I had no bearing on like performance. Yeah. It was just like cool like oh single coil pack thing. Yeah, let's get uh, one of those because it looks cool. Knowledge no, knowledge hot knowledge, wires knowledge <laughs> hot wires? Yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't you know, I had the first one and it didn't fucking work. And so yeah. like, splatter painted hood or we... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. carbon fiber, everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we get we get there uh, like, drive up. I, I buy a trailer, put it on the truck. We drove up. We get to the hotel at like 11 o'clock at night in wherever is that Willow? Yeah, is nice. Willow, nice California. hotels there, though. Yeah, so the hotel was brand new, all these crazy <laughs> LED lights. And we pull in, and there's a dude in the parking lot in another Evo. I'm like, oh, it's another Evo guy, you know, whatever. And we go up to him, and he's got his car was like packed full, like he was living in it everything that was inside the car was laying around it. All four doors were off the car. The car's on jack stands and he's sitting there doing brakes. And it's like this kind of weather, like foggy, chilly, you know, there's like November, I got the car in September, did a bunch of bullshit mods and then went to the track in like October, November. And we see him and we like, we, my buddy and I look at each other, like look at him and walk inside. Cause we were delirious. We walk out in the morning and he's still there in the parking lot. Oh shit. Tinkering with the car. And so we're like, Okay, whatever. We kept going. Sure enough, like we unload. He shows up at the track and like sets the fastest lap time of the first session and everybody looks at him like, what, who is this guy and where did he come from? And my buddy's like, we saw that guy at the fucking parking lot last night at midnight. (laughs) We saw a homeless man like like working working on his car. car. And I was like, and then my car didn't fucking work, right? So I'm like, well, I'm bored. Let's. I want to go for a ride with that guy and jump in his car. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm just testing a few things this weekend, and uh, we hit whatever that corner is that does like kind of the little the hill. Oh, so it's uh, like turn five, maybe. Do the bypass or over the top? Uh, it's like you kind of like go up and you gotta like That's go around steep it. Left, yeah, like left, and so then you, you come. Did the, what is it? The I always yeah. forget the, eagle's nest. The, crow's the crow's nest. nest. Like
3: a, like... Crow's nest is when you <laughs> go the steep up top and then you do ninety degree left crossing right. over, and, like then it,
4: sn- and then it goes around yeah. that hill, yeah. right? And then yeah. you come back. so he, well, first lap, he's like swerving and checking and doing whatever, and then he like as we come through, like woods it, and I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. We get to that corner and he. Caps the brake and goes, oh no. And I'm like, for, I'm like first time that's a track, like, oh no. Okay. Straight over the top, second gear, wide open throttles it, and he's like, here we go. And then hits the straightaway and keeps going. And we do like ten more laps. What? Yeah. And he just he's like, Well yeah, I totally missed that corner. I said, fuck it, we'll just go up and over. And just literally just kept going. Wait a
0: minute. So I think what happened: you were running the bypass, and then you ended up going over. Because the bypass, you go to the left, and then you kind of land off camber on this side. Yeah. But if you go over the crow's nest thing, you go up over the top, and then down into the right.
3: Yeah. If you you'd be in the safety marshal's booth if you just went yeah. If you
4: straight went straight there. off, you would hit the tower yeah. there. Yeah. I, I all I remember is him, and I haven't been back since. So yeah. like that was like my first experience into like tracking, and I haven't been back to the track yet. But uh, I, he, like, literally was just in it. I, I He and I thought we were going left, and he just tried and then said no and just went, like, kind of sort of, I guess, up and over the top right. and then around and then just hit the, whatever that next straightaway is, and then we just kept going. Wow. And I was like, signed, I will do – <laughs> yeah, I'm in every weekend, yeah, and, you know, yeah. Let's let's do this again. And then I just <laughs> took my car and completely tore it apart and did, like, cage and motor and – Everything else, and, I, and then he became my mentor, and I followed him around for like oh, three years. Oh, that's he had, cool. He and I had like the fastest lap. Like he would go out and set a lap. time, and I would just like yeah. by like point one right behind him, and I'm like okay, I'm good. You mm-hmm. know, so he was always like right in front. So yeah. is
0: he was is he associated
4: with like a shop or anything? Or yeah, just so like he's cool- Robert Fuller, like Roby Spec. Um, he did mm-hmm. a bunch of Evo stuff, and then now he just he's done a lot of FRS stuff. But he's kind of like a. Tinker like Tinker Tanker makes a lot of his own like weird suspension parts and stuff like that. Um, so he was probably making suspension parts in the parking lot that day when he saw him. <laughs> probably. Yeah, <laughs> probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he was just he was just always always testing like the new interesting thing for the Evo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and and now he does that for it. But like you know, fiberglass door or like this suspension setup. And he went from like. Literally, I think he probably did, like, five different coilover kits in the time that I knew him. Wow. I did three different, you know, like, yeah. he would do one, and then, like, I would do that one or a different version of that one, and then he would change, and then I would do something else and just kind of did a little bit of everything, with like, wheels and brakes and everything else Till we finally figured out what was the fastest thing and just kind of went from there. Sweet. And That's then, like, fun. the Sierra Evil, and then these crazy cars showed up. And we're all like, well, we're just regular people in regular cars, and you guys are taking huge budgets like Cyber stuff. Evo, Sierra Sierra, uh, that crazy NSX, um, uh, whatever that, that time attack car and just cars like that would show up. And we're like, well, we're out, you know, we were already in unlimited because the stuff that we were doing in the car, yeah. and now you had these like actually unlimited yeah. cars, um, yeah. and we're just like. Uh, we can't. Complete. They
1: come in with like Formula One cars, basically, or you know, with <laughs> yeah. Formula One budgets yeah. or whatever. So how long
4: yeah. did you run it? Uh, I did o four to o nine. I did five years straight wow. in my car, and then I did like twenty ten. I guess twenty ten, and then part of twenty eleven in the yellow car, and then twenty eleven and twelve in the Beamer. And then we had we had uh in in the yellow car and the white car we we were undefeated in both. And the yellow car was another Evo. Yeah.
0: I wonder what, so that was like Redline and Global. Yeah. 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 Did you ever race against, uh, the guys from, uh, uh Lake Motorsports, LIC? They used to have like a full, a pretty crazy unlimited class STI. It was black with green.
4: Yeah. I or think. Or black with they, green and then black yeah, with blue. Yeah. So they were running unlimited when we switched to the yellow car and we're running. Modified. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Cause that was like, that was our problem is we ran my red car was an unlimited car, but it wasn't competitive. Yeah and i was like and then i had it was a guy there's a guy a rally race guy in new york that rolled his red evo into a tree and was like i need a chassis i'm like cool i'll take my car apart and i'll sell you my chassis and i'll take all the cool parts from my car and put it on the yellow car yeah and then i'm good and uh and then that's kind of how that just Magically happened, and then we just kind of went from there. Cool, yeah. I
0: know those are friends of ours. The other from up here from because yeah. yeah. they were doing really well in, at the time that you're saying, like that time period, right. and right. they were winning pretty regularly right. in Unlimited. Right. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I know that eventually they just They just kind of dropped out of that. Um, and now do uh OEM service in yeah. their shop. They don't build race cars mm-hmm. anymore. Anyway. A little well, tangent. Though. Service <laughs> is where you make money. Yeah. yeah a quick <laughs> yeah.
3: little tangent though, to, that shows how capable like an Unlimited Evo or something like that can be. I don't know if you saw the uh, Fall the Goodwood Festival of Speed this year, but did you see who set the fastest uh, time up the hill? No. no. McLaren P1 GTR. Oh, yeah, I did see that. pretty quick, but a see car that, yeah. beat the McLaren P1 GTR. And it was an Evo. What? It was a STI, the Gobstopper. Oh,
0: no way. Oh, hey. Wow. I thought that crazy. Be- oh, shit. I beat I it was the McLaren
3: nice. P1 GTR. That's wild. Yeah. Jeez. That's yeah. wild. 800-horsepower Subaru fucking beat the oh, yeah. GTR. That's is amazing. that the
4: same car that ran Isle of Man or different a different no, car? No,
3: a different car. The Gobstopper is is a, a UK-based car that does a time attack series over there. Uh, if, look up some videos on YouTube. Yeah. It's, it's
1: that Isle of Man car. video is insane. Yeah. Dude. you
3: watch the in-car footage oh from my, that? Yeah. Holy crap. I don't understand oh, how you
1: can drive like that. for
4: like. Well,
3: what I didn't realize is uh, Mark Higgins, that's his name, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. He was actually
4: born. He's from the Isle of Man originally. Oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Yeah, and he born. started as a bike guy. Guy, right? Is with no, eight? No, no? Thinking... I don't know. I thought I thought I thought he was a bike guy, and then he went, and then he's like, was doing it for something that he switched to a car. No, no, oh, he is he, he, the he's,
3: one? he races uh rally uh, here in the U.S. Mm. He's always been a rally guy,
1: as far as I know. So, Patrick, what was your first car?
2: Oh, you guys will like this Volkswagen van again. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah.
1: Well, Warren's not here, so we ate it.
2: <laughs> what? What year? What specs? So it was a '85 GL that my parents bought brand so new. So
1: that's water cool already. Yeah, water cooled. That's but like one of the Still had first the first round first.
2: headlights. Uh huh. Yeah. and the metal bumpers. Yep. And uh, standard seats. Uh huh. And that was my surf wagon. I'd load up and drive from LA down to Trestles and Huntington and go surf. <laughs> and I actually got a ticket in it for doing '85. Whoa. Yeah. That, that was after, like, so you were, Frame like, that, accelerating yeah. for, like, 10 minutes? <laughs> no, 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 it was pegged. So this was, like... Downhill. Downhill, slight downhill with the... Because the, it's a four-speed, and, like, at 85 miles an hour, it was doing 4,500 RPMs, and it redlined at five.
1: Yeah. So the thing was just... <laughs> so your first car was, like... Mm, twice as fast as Dieter's first car. Yeah,
5: yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> no. No, I don't think
4: so. I don't know if I ever hit sixty-five in that car. <laughs> there you go. Like maybe once that I can remember, and yeah. it was like really downhill, and I had four people in it. Dude, yeah. th- that's brutal, man. I can't even imagine. Four of then... us had to push it uphill and then get in. Yeah. Jump, yeah, yeah, downhill. Yeah. Then
0: Flintstone it. You had whole, yeah, it just like... Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, what did you kind of?
1: What was a quick run through? Of, like, what, when did you get your first, like, cool car or oh, that you really liked?
2: I like the I mean, you like the van again. When I, was, when I was in high school, I did surf team. I was surfing all the time. And so the van again was perfect. And it was good for my parents because they already owned it. And it was slow and I couldn't get in trouble. Yeah. And then I got a, a 95 a VR6 GTI. It was hey, my okay. second car. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And I got two tickets in 48 hours after getting the car. Oh, great. So. <laughs> so you gave me speed yeah. and i used it liberally <laughs> speeding tickets yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, what were
3: the speeds this time hopefully better at 85
2: oh uh, yeah um the first ticket i got was i was on the highway like one o'clock in the morning driving a girl back home and there was a e36 bmw on the highway and he dropped a gear. I dropped a gear. We started going, and then way behind us, we saw lights. Well, oh, shit. I freaked out and slowed down. The BMW just kept going. And you got, and, you
1: and got, I got pulled over,
2: like two cop cars up against the hood, like yelling at me, yelling at the girl I had with me. I thought I was going to go to jail. It was terrible.
0: <laughs> Sounds fun.
2: Adventures of being a teenager.
0: Wait, was right? that was the first pullover, and then you immediately after that went and spe- well, sped yeah, again? So that, was,
2: that was that was Friday. <laughs> Monday driving to school, I got like a forty and a twenty-five on my way to school. Lame bike cop parked in someone's driveway, which what? I don't even think is legal.
0: Yeah, they do yeah. that a lot, man. That sucks. Yeah, they always do
4: that. They do whatever, Those bastards. Yeah.
0: How uh, so? Did, stock? You never messed with that car at all? Or well,
2: so I, I really wanted to modify it. In fact, this was you know in high school I was reading all the European magazines that were. Tuning out all these VW cars,
0: like European Car Mag. Oh no, was that VW? Oh, no, I'm talking was about that like VW? the
2: UK base <laughs> oh, yeah, where yeah. they were throwing like they had Saxos and all the kind of weird oh, yeah. cars that we never got. But they were all hatchbacks, and that was really cool, but. All my friends had Hondas, and they're like, oh, we're going to throw a short shifter in. It's like $100. bucks. i am like, oh, I'm going to throw a short shifter in. Oh, it's $450. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> like, yep. I was in high school. I worked at a surf shop. I, I'm like, I can buy two surfboards instead of <laughs> instead yeah. of a short shifter. So I left his stock. Uh, I really enjoyed driving it. And then uh, when I got into college, I ended up getting an Evo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I really couldn't afford being in college. I I think I had the car for three months and had to dump that. And I got an Impreza RS uh, non-turbo. Oh, sweet. That I rally crossed the second weekend I had it. (laughs) And and then I got rid of that and I got another Evo. And I had the Evo for 10 years.
1: And that's the one you just sold?
2: Yeah, I just sold that. And, um, yeah, uh, now I have the 996. I... I've had a couple – I had an E39 wagon, E60 wagon, and I had an E36 M3. That was a project car. Actually, HD did some work, bought it real cheap. We were doing a magazine, and we did, like, KWV3s. We did all the bushings, but it was really rough. Like, the exterior had dings and damage, and it just – I couldn't justify – Putting money into the car that was—it was all cosmetic stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so the car drove really nice with two hundred thousand miles on it, and but I just couldn't justify putting more money into it. And somebody literally left a note on it on the street. I sold it for more than I had into it, so moved on from that. And uh, I've imported two Skylines from Canada. Uh, I still have one sitting in my garage. Um, is that one, does that
1: one run or is it R32s? Yeah, or?
2: R32s. Blown so, engine or what? Uh, I spent a rod bearing. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first car I bought, uh, it was January. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to Alberta, which is way up in Canada. And I picked that car up and drove it home on summer tires. I caught like the warmest week of the year. It had been like nice. negative six the week before I was there. <laughs> I showed up. It was like 32, and there was no snow on the ground, like on the on the streets. It was all drove that thing home, and somebody wanted to buy it from me a month and a half later. And so I turned around and sold that, and found a better one, or so I thought. Mm. <laughs> um, bought that. That was about 450 horsepower or so uh, to the wheels. Fast car, uh, white BBSs, coilovers, Recaros, upgraded turbos, R34 motor, R33 gearbox. Um, it was all the things you'd want to just make it lightly faster without fully building the motor, doing a big turbo or anything like that. And I drove it home from Vancouver. I drove it around for like six months and uh, driving on the freeway one day, it just started to make a tapping sound and uh. took to HG. It needs a rod bearing. <laughs> and I've been trying to find a motor so I could build that motor and swap it out. And I've been having a hard time finding like good motors, uh-huh. most these motors are coming out of cars that are junker cars. Yeah, you don't know the condition, or they're missing parts, and it's you can't as,
1: like overnight one or anything. <laughs> or? <laughs> yeah, right.
3: well, it's, it's sitting there so long. Don't bother looking for another motor; just pull it in, build that one.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm actually thinking about doing that right now. It's it's a really really fun car to drive. The steering is has really good feel to it. Um, the power is great. It's so fun to drive on the right hand side of the car because. It doesn't matter if it's the fastest thing in the world. When you get in the car and you're on the other side, it's just that special occasion you get. Yeah, yeah. From being on the other side. Drive-thrus are really interesting. <laughs> My son loves to ride in, the sh- in shotguns. Oh, yeah, so he, he gets be, like order and yeah, stuff, right? We show up, people are like, what, what are, you, are you driving? And I have a quick release. So I hand him the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Freak cool. people in the drive-thru.
1: Yeah. Um, You should always have him carry a steering wheel. Yeah. That would be a classic fit. <laughs> That'd be good. Oh, I'm, just... I'm teaching him how to drive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just give people's reactions, because how old
2: is he? Uh, he's eight. Oh, that's perfect, <laughs> yeah. dude. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. So, nice. I, personally, I think he doesn't want it to leave the garage, so he's like yeah. making sure. He's like, you know, yeah, you don't need to fix that, Dad. You can just, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it. It'll be my car. I mean, he said for the longest time, the Evo, when I get old enough, that's going to be a rally car. And he just turned eight. He goes, Dad, I'm only eight years away from my driver's license. Oh, that's <laughs> cute.
0: That's cool. That's rad, yeah. dude.
1: Um, do you guys want to answer some questions we got from Instagram? Yeah. It's questioned up. All right. This is very hard to read. <laughs> it's from uh Slipstream Racing Events. Um so he says, Let's talk let's talk about roll bars in mostly street driven cars that also see some track duty. One half mile roll roll race, I don't know, and Hide? oh, HPDE. Um, how best to manage for track safety and street safety, assuming no helmet in the street? I don't know. This so that's this his question. If it's, it's
4: just a it doesn't matter. You're not going to hit your head. Yeah, back. as long as, as, long it's, as, as it's a, a half rear cage. A
3: half cage, rear, right? Half cage, you're fine. It's only so, yeah. when you have the the full cage and the bars going When
2: you have the bars there. on the yeah, front, right. yeah. So so that's I, well, that was one of the things I struggled with the E36 M3 was I wanted to do a cage in the rear. And then I was doing research, and people were talking about, well, if you get an accident, like somebody rear-ends you really hard, like you just have a bunch of metal in there. You have no head protection. Uh-huh. You could potentially be lethal having just a bolting cage. So, I mean, what do you guys think? I, I never ended up pulling the trigger because I was like, I don't want
3: to. So what, what part is lethal from having, uh, If you
2: from... don't have a bolting cage and you get an accident, it's just like a factory car. But if you had a bolting rear cage... Somebody hits you from the back or the side. You now like the cage moves around basically. A bunch of metal that can potentially slam your head against. So you're
3: saying if you get have a rear half cage and someone hits you from behind, the cage could be pushed forward and still end up hitting you. I
2: I, this is all research I was doing, and it it was the thing that scared me away from putting a cage in a street
1: car. I think you're probably good with a half cage,
4: right? Yeah, it's not going to go past the seat. I mean, unless you. The only thing I could think of is that if you're way taller than the seat and mm. you don't have an X or a crossbar that keeps it behind the seat, uh-huh. if you get hit hard enough and the car folds up in some fashion that the bar can creep over the top uh-huh. of the headrest, Yeah. and then your head and the bar will meet. But that's like... You have to be six seven, it's a, and you have yeah. to be in a Honda Civic that'll <laughs> fold up. Some
1: crazy circumstances have to happen right. for that. That's yeah, like yeah. a one
4: of one for sure. Yeah,
2: it's not an issue with side impact. If you get like t boned for like passenger side, it's not going to cage. The well, machine. it's, it's behind, probably
1: going to be right? safer. You, you only have the behind. rear half yeah. cage. It's going to strengthen the car, right? But, uh, yeah. but also, it's going to. I mean, you don't. Well, it depends on what zones. kind of cage.
4: If you are doing like if you do it right, and you do either a welded cage or a oe chassis bolt-in cage yeah then it'll be stronger but if you're doing a like the scca the six by six plate cage and then your plate to plate it's probably not that one has a larger chance of shearing the floorboard and becoming, there you go and, and, and moving becoming around loose yeah. inside the I car that's, which that's, that's, what that's what the dangerous about. part right right yeah.
1: shears off and you have all this metal flying around like right yeah all right. Kai Laud says Don't know much about HD Motorsports But I mountain bike past their facility All the time uh, Near my work So so let's do go general What's the worst stock vehicle They worked on that still achieved Great performance as an end result Their CLA Always struck me as wacky But apparently performs well Also when's the next La Jolla Cars and
4: Coffee they'll be attending Oh uh, yeah uh Yeah, I would probably, probably say the CLA is probably one of the more surprising cars because it's actually, like, set up properly with, like, KWs and, and better brakes and whatnot, like, in the twisty, like, mountain roads. Uh-huh. The thing actually does, like, incredibly well. Um, on the track, doesn't have enough power to get out of its own way, but... Um, if you if you do all the right stuff, it's actually a really fun like canyon carving car. Even mm-hmm. though the motor is on the wrong side of the front struts. Oh yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's super it's forward off the front of the car. Yeah, it's like an Audi. Uh yeah. Um, so that car's good. Uh, at hmm. stock, it's pretty bad. Stock is pretty bad. And this is the AMG. Uh, or was this just the CLA 250? Well, it's just the 250. Like the 250 is actually a... like. I mean, the AMG one is is good. It's It still snow plows a lot. Uh, but the 250 is the most surprising. I forgot what – we did some rally, and I was in the 250, and there was somebody trying to chase me, like, up and down Palomar Mountain. And they were, like, thoroughly impressed with the fact that they couldn't, like, get around me or, like, be on my bumper enough for me to let them go by kind of yeah. deal. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, C300 the old like the last Mercedes 6-speed like, that's kind of an interesting car C300 6-speed um, same thing no power but like really good chassis and if so you wait what
1: year up, is that what like, oh, like eight. 08 so
4: it's a W204 204 okay yeah so that's like I think it's pretty much the last 6-speed that Mercedes oh. is probably mm. going to make oh. Um, and it's actually a entertaining car um and i i, I had one so i have like brembos yeah. hre seats like that was my like interim like i stopped racing but i wanted a fun car and then if i showed up the track i wanted to have fun so i had like sparkos brembos hres and it was a six-speed because it was like mm-hmm. still kind of fun and that that car like same thing people were like how is that car like that good in the canyons? yeah like that. it's like got no power but it's really planted, you know what I mean? So that, that sounds
1: like kind of a cool car. I mean, you yeah, never yeah. see a Mercedes with a 6 beat. Yeah, so. it, it was. I mean, it was. It
2: was like buy it from him.
4: You know, third. <laughs> oh yeah, fifth, like it was one of those <laughs> super long. You're growing yeah. yeah. above. But other uh, than that, um, just put a Honda short shifter in there. I know. Right? <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like well the Honda Accord short shifter, <laughs> and then we're good. Yeah. good. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the cars and coffee. It's the last Saturday of every month. And you guys go
1: every one or what?
4: Yeah, so it's our. It's our event that oh. we created uh, oh, okay. with the the lot in La Jolla is like a bakery, bar, lounge, restaurant, movie theater. Uh-huh. Like so it's a mini mall kind of thing or where... uh I mean it's not very it's not a very big place. Yeah. So like it's a standalone it used to be a grocery store, and then they converted it to like there's a bakery Starbucks outside and there's uh-huh. a cool like bar with giant tv and then there's a restaurant and lounge and then obviously the theater um and then they have out they have front outdoor parking and an underground and we i know the owner so we basically take over the whole place nice. the last saturday of every month and have a cars and coffee
1: oh sweet yeah awesome. sweet. Okay. and the sweet. last
4: couple we've been doing like by like british car ferrari you know we've been kind of you kind of featured up.
1: marks kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, like mm.
4: just for the top parking area and then, yeah. you know, anybody else is, there's a lot of street parking early in the morning before the yoga before, like, the, the women of La Jolla get their yoga uh-huh. and Pilates on. Yeah, yeah. So, like, we have a window of, like, from 7 to 9 where it's quiet, and then, like, at 8.45, they're all rushing to get their juice and the yoga. Uh-huh. And by that time, we're kind of <laughs> on our way out, so it works out perfectly. Sweet. Well, yeah. last
2: time, the one thing I thought would be cool is they uh, had an aerial nomad, the first one in the U.S. You oh, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chenu, uh, Chenu of, what's uh, yeah, Shanu from Sector 111. Yeah, he hit me up,
4: and he's like, Hey, I got this car, and you guys are doing British Day. I'm like... We'll make that the star of the show, and that is going to be my next car. 2017, I'm getting one of those rally handbrake with like LED lights and a winch and a bike rack yeah, and you could just two bike racks on the it, back of that thing. Oh That thing's sure. an amazing ground. review. It's like uh, yeah the most like, fun car there is. I could run over a bush. <laughs> yeah. If I get stuck I could pull myself out. <laughs> I have the bike rack so in case it gets impounded and, and you can it. bike home. Yeah. Uh, in case it gets rally impounded. handbrake. I told him you might have to buy two because one would definitely be an impound and then the other one you could drive around and then switch. So and well, because you, you used to be would, hopping curbs and stuff. Uh, like. You would get I mean, there's so much trouble in that yeah. car. I mean, every corner you get to, handbrake, drift, curb, blah, 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 whatever, cool, <laughs> bush, my bad, sorry, here's 20 bucks for landscaping. Like, no, but yeah. That sounds ha- fun. Every man. corner I got to, and that's why I don't drive a sports car on the street anymore because yeah, yeah. I literally I do that in the 300E. I freak people out because I have a 500E sway bar in the front, uh-huh. and I'll come in like – You know, high in, low out, into a corner, and if it's like a, you know, red light, you know, right hand turn, and I just swing into the left hand turn lane and just hook the right, and people freak out because they're like how is that car going that fast making a turn i'm like i don't know it's magic <laughs> <laughs> yeah people just freak out it's funny that's awesome that's killer
0: and you guys have legitimate like desert and stuff that you can go like take the nomad out on around you right in san diego isn't there a lot oh, yeah, of like, yeah. cool Tons like of fun I, did you have dunes you and all that and all that
1: out there, all oh, that yeah, yeah. Out there. Yeah. like all the dirt yeah. biking stuff yeah yeah, yeah. In Mexico, right there? Yep. Um, <laughs> Get it till you want it. Dizzy 8085 says, Lane always seems to put down his TSX and has described it as not fun in the twisties. Why doesn't he put some good adjustable dampers, sways, and proper alignment on the thing? That chassis did great in World Challenge, and I imagine a decent suspension would uh, would make it a ton of fun. Uh, yeah, I could do that, but I don't really care about that piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> no, I don't know. it's such an interim car. Like, I don't care to put money into it. I just bought it because that diesel I had was a uh, your TDI. My TDI yeah, what's up with is that? just sitting in my yard right now. Any I went progress? To, I went to move it the other day and it wouldn't start. So, uh, I had to put a I put a you know a little jumper pack on it. But uh, no, nah, yeah, there's some progress. Like what a couple weeks ago. They like put the official sign up for getting like the buyback. Mm. But, uh, so I'm just waiting. For, I don't know. I, I just bought that TSX, like a gap filler. Right. Cause I have this other, this Jetta diesel. And then I don't know. As soon as that's all over, maybe I'll, I'll pick up something else, you know, as a commuter. So, but right now TXS is doing fine. It's just, it's just kind of, it's Honda, you know, it's chintzy. Uh, <laughs> It is one of those cars, too. Like, I looked at the crash rating so bad on that thing. Yeah. Like, compared to the Jetta or, you know, all these other cars I've had. Well, uh,
2: they don't have an Autobahn.
1: Like, yeah, I, mean, I guess so. Yeah. Huh? yeah, I mean But it feels like the crash rating would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, oh, the crash rating is bad. Like yeah. Yeah. rear impact is three stars, not yeah. five or whatever it is hurts. Right. right.
0: I think it's probably because like uh like Lane was mentioning that the Jetta has like the door panels are made of like seventy five different materials and I think they really reinforce the, the structure. Whereas like the T S X is made out of one panel. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Bam- bamboo. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not that high quality. Come on. Uh, <laughs> It's not an I-3. Come on, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: exactly. With your, uh, his finish, the varnish on his I-3 dash is all, like, peeling up. Uh-oh, he's, like,
0: feeling it. He's, like, dude, oh, what is going uh, on here? Exactly. See how it has the,
1: yeah. the bamboo thing? Yeah, it, it, it lives, right? They say it, like, right. it, it, it changes. changes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, you mean it It gets
0: shitty? Yeah. yeah. Dude, the other it's day... Like, I... Yeah, you put your furniture outside, it's going to change with the environment. Dude, the yeah. other day I walked out, there was, like, a little sprout growing out of it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Axel Jor says, uh, you guys should do a driving while awesome video series on listener cars. I picture you, I picture a layman's version of Petrolicious, except you could drive cars like the spoken tire format. Um, it would feature real world attainable cool cars and normal people. Maybe you can convince Jeremy at Valkyrie Films to do some side work or buy a cheap quad rotor and duct tape an iPhone to it. I would watch. That's the a hell answer. out of that show. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, it just one up and go straight to the racing. Yeah, exactly. Racing. <laughs> yeah, um, driving want awesome, track side. <laughs> Shoot, Three if we end, we're
1: so we we go to the track like uh, once and never. <laughs> never. Go when was I, the last I, time I, any of, I, of us yeah. went to the track? Brian went to Thunderhill like a, like yeah. six months ago or something. But uh, and
3: then he sold it.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, we have a few, we have some videos, like I shot, like a, I don't know, we have like 5D, we have, we have GoPro hookups.
0: Uh, <laughs> I know the iPhone uh, thing, that's offensive. And come yeah, come on,
1: iPhone, uh, we have enough GoPros between us to fill this house, I think. Yeah. So, uh, and, uh, you know, the 5D, I don't know, we've shot some videos yeah. and stuff it's in the past. It's really a time constraint. We have like 50 videos up. Any. So you want to check those out, they kind of, I don't know. I, I really, um,
2: I found you guys through the Porsche Boxster video. Oh really? Yeah. That's like that's the, Isn't I that, that the most, that most popular video we're seeing? Yeah, that
1: thing's uh yeah, that thing did pretty well. It has like three hundred thousand views. or a, something. You
2: should do another follow up on
1: it. Yeah, I know. I've been meaning to do it. I just I, you know what? It's like one of those I have a full time job. Uh we all have full time jobs, so <laughs> just doing a podcast once a week's like enough where we're like, ah. Uh, but I would like to get more into like doing little little videos here and there. Like I wanna do a follow up on that. Um there's all these all our project cars and stuff and like those Cars around us that are, there's tons of cool stuff. Basically, yeah. Like, uh, we have a friend with a 512 TR. He keeps asking us to film it That's and stuff. Awesome. Like, that would be awesome, right? So, yeah. Uh, but go check out our YouTube channel, Driving Well Awesome. So, uh, who else? What do we got? The, what is this guy's name? KVLT is yeah, real. The KVLT is real. What's the least expensive car that would gather the most attention? At a place uh, at a place like Monterey Car Week, hmm. that's a pretty good question. Mm. Least expensive car, most impact at Monterey Car Week.
4: So a bunch of like,
2: do you need something weird? Yeah. I think You need something weird because some,
4: some... contraption of that that 202. The Yugo. 2002. I mean, like like a 2002 with like a. Whatever S. It's just not grand. that cheap though, dude. I think a Yugo. I mean, a really clean <laughs> minty Yugo.
0: You can get one for three grand, right? <laughs> four like, by four Ladas. Uh, yeah, the four like, four, those are rad. Yeah. I actually what
4: do
2: like those. Exo set. Exo set. Yeah, Exo set. Oh, be good. Should gather. Yeah. Or, oh, you know. Have you guys seen the
4: uh, Baja Bug? Baja Bug. Baja Bug would yeah. do well. Yeah. Yeah. Baja Bug with like the right kind of accoutrements. With uh, yeah. some nice livery or something, yes. some cool like uh, like I don't a know fifty what. cal, like a Gestapo.
1: 50
0: yeah. cal. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> that'll do it. Hundred percent, that'll get you yeah. a lot of attention. How much are Volkswagen things these days? Oh wow, are, with Volkswagen it, yeah. would yeah. thing would be a, a thing
4: yeah. in like German Safari edition. Yeah. Well, you like- can dress up
1: like Nazis driving.
0: A thing. <laughs> oh you get God. tons of attention. Dude, you get so much attention. <laughs> you say and then You have attention. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so Shit. there's your answer. Oh, the things are kind of expensive. Are they? I don't really? know how much they are these days. Uh, I don't know what expensive is, but you know they're probably fifteen twenty. They're probably know. fifteen grand. How much is a Baja Bug? I
4: put together a Baja Bug yeah, for yeah. like two grand. Baja yeah. Bug, military <laughs> it up a little bit, 50 cal in the front, yeah. and you get pulled over and everybody will come running and take pictures. <laughs> there it Some is. It's a sensation. Yeah. Well,
1: uh, Saturday morning is Concourse de Lemons, so all those all those cars mm. will be there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Motor Affair says, "Oh no, my oh, you went and answered a question or something." Oh no, no I never didn't mind. answer. A question. Right. <laughs> my femur hurts. Says nothing to ask, only stop to say, "Great work, Motor Affair." All right. What and work is that? Said, Thank yeah. you very
2: much. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What work is that, Motor Affair?
2: Uh, my artwork.
0: What is your artwork?
2: Um, I create automotive artwork from my photography. Okay. Um. It started as something fun. I was actually doing it for another project and just created the artwork to just for as a fun project. Yeah. And then people asked if they could start buying it. And so um, I print on canvas, um, little sizes all the way up to big sizes.
1: So do you do you have a printer do it or do you have a or yeah. you have a print shop printed on canvas?
2: Yeah. So so I start with a photograph, and I take it into Illustrator, uh-huh. and I do all the lines by hand, and I take it into
1: like strokes and stuff. Yeah, I do yeah all yeah. the strokes and stuff yeah. that I
2: create, and then move it into uh, Photoshop where I do all the coloring uh-huh. and, and adjustments and tweaks. And then, um, when everything's done, I send it to a printer who prints it on canvas. And I sell just prints like that. And then, and then also... you stretch
1: the canvas onto a frame or you just sell it as a canvas? Uh...
2: I sell it. I, so I sell it two ways. One is a canvas print, which is stretched and hung ready for yeah. like a gallery print. Yep. Um, and then I also do originals where I'll take that artwork and I take acrylic and I hand uh, emphasize the whole piece. So no, that's
1: cool. So you do like highlights and stuff like that?
2: Yeah. So like, for instance, uh, I did a piece, uh, I took a picture of the, the Luft Auto uh, 911 from Lyft Yeah. The, just, one that, uh,
1: yeah the one that Joey Seely did. Yeah. The one that
2: Joey Seely did. So I took a picture of that car at the event and I turned it into like a nose on piece and that car has knobby tires on it. So I, I have, you know, strong texture to show off the, the tread of the tire uh-huh. and the, the grills that are over the headlights and make it just so when you put this thing in light, the car just pops off Mm. the canvas at you. And I just recently did a piece for Matt Farah. He sold his DeLorean. Um, He never drove it. And so he's like, I want an art piece to remember it. And so I did one, doors open, rear three quarters with his license plate on it. And he hung it above his bed.
1: No, I saw a picture. It looks, it looks, it looks rad. That piece looks cool. And
2: so I do all kinds of, pieces all different kinds. and of that
1: items. one's cool it's like super landscape like yeah yeah it like big, really wide right yeah that's cool yeah,
2: 60 inches by 20 inches tall It's like a Whoa. Big, big landscape piece that's really awesome.
1: like dramatic looking too that's yeah. cool and then you did uh you do your backgrounds like in a very like art deco kind of uh
2: yeah kind of like i i guess the best you have is it, almost like graphic novel uh-huh uh, so it's really thick strokes on lines and then Uh, bright colors, highlighting where the light would be on the car and stuff like that. Uh, Kind of, I'm trying to not be cartoony because there's lots of guys out there that do renders of cars where it's like perfect. Right. And I'm trying to more go for art, art of feel. So like sometimes you look at pictures on Instagram, the wheels aren't perfect. Yeah. The details aren't perfect. Well, it's not supposed to be perfect. Mm. It's just supposed to be art. And the idea is to create so when you look at it, you know what it is. Interesting.
0: Yeah, it's got a little more character. I see what you're saying, yeah, because there is that scene where you have, like, a lot of graphic art where it's, like, just very, like, it looks like sort of, like, SVG-ish, like, just layered. Like, like I've seen, yeah. like, a lot of, like, yeah. people are doing, like... Um, like a lot of like retro stuff, like, like Formula One, old Formula One car liveries and stuff and like like profile shots where it's like yeah. super clean, really simple, mm-hmm. like very flat imagery, right? Yeah, where, exactly. Yep.
2: And there's also guys that are doing like, it looks exactly like a car to Forza. I mean, it's got the perfect shot.
1: I've noticed that a lot, the Forza drawings where yeah. you're kind of like, all right, or I could just have a picture. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it gets to that point where you're like, that's too real, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. And so I, I want to do pieces that People enjoy, and it's something you can hang up. Actually, I have a 300SL piece I did that's hanging up at HG, um, and I think BBI has one of my pieces of 917 that I did, and uh-huh. Joey has one of the Luft Auto because that was his oh, car. Oh, cool. Um,
1: and then you auctioned one off at yeah, uh, uh, Icon, right?
2: Yeah, Icon 4x4 um, did a charity auction, Cars and Casinos, and I auctioned off that Luft Auto piece, uh, the first one I ever did, and a commission. I actually did a uh, a DeSoto, one of their derelict cars. So it's a DeSoto with a Hemi and an Art Morrison chassis, and it has this amazing patina, like this green yeah. and brown. It just the thing looks tattered, and the owner's like, it's the coolest thing. Like I drive this thing around town, and all the old people are like, oh look at that, because they remember DeSotos. The young guys come to me and like think I'm in this pile and I'll just hammer. And it has like an LS9 in it or something.
0: So it has, it's yeah. a Hellcat they engine, right? Didn't he, did oh, they have to buy a whole a Hell new Hellcat, Hellcat because like they couldn't sell them an engine or they wouldn't yeah. sell them an engine or a yeah. drivetrain and they actually had to buy a whole new fucking yeah. car? Well, and that's just, the kind of customers he has. I
2: mean, the cars are a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. So that guy goes, I want a Hellcat motor. And, and he goes, well, we need to buy a Hellcat. They don't give a shit. <laughs> like, okay, just buy a Hellcat. What's the problem? Just yeah. check.
1: Yeah, it's only whatever 65 grand, right? Right, right. Whatever. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs>
0: we can all do that. Yeah. Yeah, Porsche. That's a Porsche, that's <laughs> that's a Porsche motor right there. Yeah. What's that? A, how many payments is that Eric? <laughs> uh, we'll see. Depends depends if the wife's in the room or not. Yeah, it's like Ruben said.
1: That's just that's the cost of a Porsche engine. Also just a Porsche yeah. motor, yeah. So. so. you know,
2: the cool thing about that event, he had all these amazing cars. He had Singer 911s there. He had the um some of his derelicts, his uh the Broncos tucked in the back of his warehouse he had a pristine 928 like, an, like nice. an s4 just beautiful silver sitting in the back by itself
1: it was that's like his car one of his cars or i don't what? know if it was hmm. his car
2: but it was just so cool that you have all this great sheet metal you walk around tucked yeah, in the yeah. back and you i just really i always I like 928s but to yeah. see one in such a clean condition yeah it was it was really
1: cool yeah i know he like drives like weird stuff all the time like he he was driving like a bentley convertible or something yeah. like an old one you yeah, know like yeah, a yeah. like a twenty yeah. thousand know? dollar <laughs> yeah not like baller new stuff but he's got you
2: know. a 993
1: uh turbo uh, yeah yeah yeah. those things are worth nothing these days i hate, I hate, well, I ha- ha- I hate you- those cars they're so shitty <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, <clears throat> uh i think that's go. a podcast huh uh-huh. all right i think so what do yeah. you think all right, so. let's wrap this thing up. So, cool. uh, visit Motor Affair, motor-affair.com, Motor Affair on Instagram. Yeah and tell him how shitty his artwork is. Thank you. No. <laughs> no, check it out and then you can buy it on there or what? Um Or do so, you have a website? Or I mean, your website does it have like a store? I,
2: I I'm not doing that kind of volume at this point, yeah. so it's kind of made to order. Okay. Um because I've for instance, I did a piece that somebody really liked and they're like, "Oh, can you add like I had an STI that I did. Can you add my race number on there?" Yeah. And so it was kind of a custom thing to add his race number to the piece. Um and also, it depends on what size you want. How big? Do you want an original? Or do you just want a
1: print? Well, yeah. It costs you money to print on these. you know. Exactly.
2: just yeah. stock and inventory. So yeah. I
0: need yeah. that blank wall right there, dude. So can you give me something uh, 20 feet by uh, 50? <laughs>
2: you,
0: don't, you don't need yeah. 20 by <laughs> 50. I like how serious he is. He's like, you don't, you don't need 20 by 50. You just need a 15 by 10. Uh, no. no, Actually, nothing is going on. So how about if
1: someone like sends you a picture of their car? That's exactly what I do with
2: Matt. Matt sent me a picture. It was actually one of the pictures from From
1: B-A-T-I. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so
2: this is a picture taken on top of Peterson's uh, building. Yeah, the, parking the driving structure over. or the parking so this structure. Is just right? parking lot with buildings, and I had to take that picture and strip all the background out of it in order to be able to even start. But yeah, I can I can start with any decent quality image of the car. Uh huh. And turn it into artwork.
1: Yeah, but most of them are pictures you take. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I know you were walking around Left with a with a two, you know, two or. Seventy to two hundred, yeah. Seventy to two hundred lines, and yeah. You know, no, I don't mess around when it comes
2: to the photography. I mean, that's, yeah. I, I'm up here to shoot Porsches at Laguna tomorrow. Guarantee there will be some artwork coming out of that.
1: Yeah, killer. And then, uh, Dieter, we can visit you on hgmotorsports.com. Yep.
4: hgmotorsports.com and all the other socials are HG Insta, Facebook. Yeah. All that stuff. Face space. You guys tweet yeah. and
1: all that stuff? I uh,
4: don't know if I'm nah, big into the tweet. know about that. Talk to the marketing guy. <laughs> I don't, I don't who's know who's the marketing guy? Marketing. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm not big into tweeting, so I'm going to go that we aren't. And then we can
1: find you at uh, racetracks yep.
4: throughout Southern California. Yeah, Yeah. We and, usually do uh, like Speed Ventures, Speed mm. District. Um, next year slash this year, we'll get into POC with the Porsche stuff. We do a lot of NASA. Uh, I think next year will be probably POC, NASA, and then speed venture speed. You guys
1: do a lot of that, uh, the half mile stuff too, or no. No? Okay. No. Yeah. Not our no, scene. No, dude, the
0: yeah. CLA would be perfect for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, in reverse. <laughs>
4: First one to. You well, no, know. he
2: just sold a thousand horsepower GTR. That would have done just fine. Yeah, my,
4: my GTR was 913 at the wheel. Whoa, Daily damn. driver. Holy shit! Take the kid to school. Wow. Thought, like for <laughs> two blocks, she thought it was the funniest thing in the world. Like, you we're going so fast! You're like, yeah, we're going 40. Like, <laughs> <laughs> zero to 40. Like, yeah. it's pretty quick. Yeah, but uh. I mean, it's just the sensation of torque. I mean, eight hundred pounds of torque is eight hundred pounds of torque. Yeah, for sure. Ten miles an hour, you're going hundred. Yeah. Um, that car was pretty fun, but I'm I'm sold out to buy a big rig to do support. So cool, awesome. Go from four wheels to eighteen. And does it have like a like? Is it like a multi
0: car type setup? Yeah, yeah.
4: Four four car uh, with office and then a fifty foot tent. Oh Oh, wow. It's a fifty foot trailer, so we can have you know four cars underneath the tent and then um, Office area. Instead.
0: Sick. So it's oh, spacious yeah. enough to so where you can do the wraps while you're like in transit. <laughs> yes. So yes, dual plate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah, you can yeah. put some coilovers on yeah. your M5. Yeah, yeah, dude, exactly. Some tains. some taints. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down, dude. Let's do this. Yeah, we'll just heat the spring. We'll cinch the car down, and by the time you get there, the ride height will be set. Solid. Yeah. Or
0: Perfect. they make cars stiffer by putting those plates back in. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. put yeah. the yeah. plates yeah. back in. That would be sick, dude. Actually, heat the spring with the plate in it, yeah. so they're just like oh, so sandwiches. Just it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a track set up. That the it, plate's right.
4: There you go. <laughs> Perfect for San Francisco. No so so You will never bottom out. Oh, dude. Yeah, you're, yeah. Just,
0: you're just so stiff. Yeah. You're, just, you're, not, you're no suspension travel. I love it. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. That's a cool. podcast. All right. Later. Thanks for coming later. out, guys. Cool. Thank
4: later. you for having us. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you.
0: Peace.
2: pain in the asses is, is there's no cup holder in sight. And when you're on a long freeway trip, it's nice to just have like a drink that you can just sip on. Yeah. And it, it's period correct. It has one of those little flip down cup holders like attached on to the door. door. Yeah, yeah, on yeah, the, the door. Same, uh, door can yeah. fit a Coke can. It cannot fit anything bigger than a Coke huh. can. <laughs> there you go.
1: Uh, Brian has one of those on his 190 got too, and he yeah. had an in and out cup in there. Well, you know, not big. Uh, yeah, I guess yeah, so. I don't like, it will not take a, a water Starbucks bottle or cup. something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, fuck, you're complaining about bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) First world problem. My 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 cup holder's not big enough for a (laughs) venti.